Hi guys, so before we begin, we wanted to tell you a little bit about the Forever Twilight and Forks Festival that we're going to in September. This is a festival that takes place every single year in Forks, Washington. It's a ton of Twilight fans coming together and celebrating their love for Twilight in such a safe and lovely and fun environment. Yeah, and it is September 10th to the 13th, and we will be there actually doing a live show on Sunday. So yes. if you want to meet up, we'll be there. And if you want to hear more, we did two episodes about the festival back in our archives, so yes. you can listen to that. Take a listen because it was quite an experience, and we are so, so excited to go back, and we hope that we can see you guys there. If you're interested and want to learn more, you can go to our old episodes, or you can go to Forks, W-A, slash Forever Twilight in Forks.com to buy tickets. And you can reach out if you have any questions about the festival, and we'd be happy to help answer them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, without further ado, <laughs> here is the episode. It's our first day of shooting. We picked the most difficult set ever. No mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Hello! Hi guys! Welcome back to Another Bite of Twilight! Welcome back. Uh, I'm Melissa. I'm Kelly. And happy Twilight Tuesday! Mm -hmm. Today's episode, guys, it's a big one. (laughs) We've been (laughs) dreaming of this our whole lives. It's honestly like, (laughs) I can't even fathom that this is real. Like... (laughs) If you told me a year ago, even a month ago, even a day ago that this was going to happen, I would never, I would have never <laughs> believed you. I would have never expected it. But you know what? Miracles happen. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, yeah, let's, let's just get into it. We have a very special guest on the show today. We are so proud to have Robert... <laughs> You say it, Mel. We're so <laughs> proud to have Robert Pattinson on the show. I'm not joking. He Rob. agreed, graciously agreed to be on the show with us. He actually has been a huge fan of the podcast <laughs> for a long time. And he actually reached out to us personally. He emailed <laughs> us and was like, hey, I really want to be on the show. And we were like, oh it's, my God. Why don't we let him speak for himself? Rob, thank you so much for being here. How are you? Hey, I'm Rob Pattinson. I'm good, how are you? <laughs> we just can't believe it. It's, yeah. I mean, Robert Pattinson, Rob, star of Twilight. Yeah, it's crazy. Rob, thank you so much for being here. Um, so why, how, how did you find our podcast and uh, why did you want to be on the show? <laughs> Rob? <laughs> Rob? Rob, do you hear us? Rob, 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 uh, Rob. <laughs> Rob, you know, I looks like I think we may have lost him. I think the call dropped. <laughs> yeah, and I think we're out of time. <laughs> so, gosh, oh. well, what an honor! Yeah, what an honor! Yeah, 
I mean, honestly, like this is happening a lot. Technical difficulties mm-hmm. left and right. Mm-hmm. Um, we're obviously we're gracious that he wanted to be on the show, um, <laughs> but the show goes on. The show goes on. Yeah. So oh, that was our pants, and you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I guess now we'll just since we don't have the real Rob, just talk about. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, just as good. And the life, the man, the myth, the legend. Mm-hmm. Who is Robert Pattinson? Who is he? Who I don't know. Is he? We, well, I know we just got a glimpse of him, <laughs> but we never really will know mm-hmm. unless we somehow became his friend and infiltrated into his life. But yeah. <laughs> Anyone listening, do you personally know Robert Pattinson? Are you Robert Pattinson? Let us know. Let us know. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I mean, yeah, we know that Rob listens. Um, (laughs) I hope he's not mad. He just loves to relive his Twilight days. I hope he's not mad that we're not trying to call him back or anything. Well, I just tried and it went straight to voicemail. Oh, he must still be on the line trying to talk to us. (laughs) He's probably going on and on answering that question. Um, So we'll leave the phones open in case he does call back in. But for now, let's just move forward with the episode Mm -hmm. so um i'm gonna cover rob's early life up Mm -hmm. until Mm -hmm. twilight or through twilight yeah and then kelly's gonna take over from there yes it's gonna be similar to our taylor lautner Mm -hmm. episode and our stephanie meyer episode yes yeah Yeah. um it's pretty interesting because i feel like there's a lot of things which i knew at one point but i forgot and so relearning them about rob has been pretty eye-opening it is. I'm excited to hear what you got to say. All right. Well, I'll get into it. So, Mr. Rob, he mm-hmm. was born in Barnes, London on May 13th, 1986. And I looked it up, and Barnes is like, I guess, so it's in London. Um, I guess it has a very villagey feel. Um, it's quiet. Ooh, there's like Hampstead Heath. Yeah, there's not much nightlife there. Um, and some consider it pretty posh and expensive. Ooh. And definitely people take or drive cars there instead of public transportation. So it's not okay. too... He's from London, but it's not very city-like. Well, London is huge. Mm-hmm. I started abroad there, and anyone who lives there, obviously, can say... It's just gigantic. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I feel like here, that wouldn't be considered part of a city, you know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm looking at it now. Anyone who is from... London, are you from Barnes or do you know Barnes? Let us know. Tell us what it's like. Um, Barnes. His mom is Claire Pattinson. She was a booker at a modeling agency and his dad is Richard Pattinson and he was a vintage car dealer. Well, they could still be doing those jobs. I don't know. Um, They're both still alive. And he has said in interviews that his parents weren't really stage parents, but now that he's famous, his mom will call him to talk about things that she sees in the media Mm -hmm. that she, like, doesn't know if they're true, or she'll call him and be like, I liked your shirt that you wore in that interview or something. But it doesn't really seem like they're, um, you know, that, even though his mom works at a modeling agency, that they're that involved in the business. He has two sisters, two older sisters, Victoria Pattinson. She is currently an advertising executive and his sister elizabeth or lizzie pattinson and she's a singer songwriter she's a singing um she sings backgrounds on the vocals when edward walks into the cafeteria and she also sings background vocals in breaking down a little bit too and i didn't actually realize this but she auditioned for the x factor in 2014 and she reached the top six for people over 25 but was eliminated at the judges houses dang 
it seems like her career like never really like she has an okay singing career but never mm-hmm. really took off mm-hmm. and rob has actually said that that's a big reason why he didn't really pursue his singing career is because he saw how hard it was or his musical career because he saw how hard it was for his sister wow but he he definitely has an advantage though exactly it's yeah weird he would think that well i think that why he didn't originally pursue it oh okay um I'll get into it, but it kind of seems like he fell into acting when it wasn't really what he wanted to do, and now he's mm-hmm. just doing it because it's what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> as far as a little bit of trivia goes, so apparently Rob's sisters used to dress him up as a girl and call him Claudia when he was young. Um. Um, apparently he was raised Roman Catholic. He had a paper out when he was a kid. Me too. He started playing piano at age four and guitar at age 15. Uh, his favorite movies are The Exorcist and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which I've not seen either of those. His favorite music style is blues. His family has had, or they had a white West Highland Terrier named Patty Pattinson. <gasps> That's my dream dog. Since the age he was five. Yeah, so cute. But Patty. she died around the time The Twilight came out. Patty Pattinson. And he loved reading growing up. He still does. Wow, sounds like my dream man. <laughs> so in school, he attended Tower House Preparatory School, which was an all-boys school, and he won the Untidy Desk Award, and he never really did his homework, and he got really bad grades. And then he was actually expelled at age 12 for stealing and selling pornographic <gasps> magazines at school. <laughs> <laughs> which kind of sounds like a made-up story, but there is a... because. Something I want to get into is a lot of things that Rob says in interviews seem very fake. Yeah. But this story, I think it might be true because like 10 years ago, it was reported that he was expelled from school. And then very recently, he kind of like then explained why. Mm -hmm. And it seems like there's some consistency there where he actually was expelled from school. Wow. But so he talks about it on the Howard Stern show. And I have a clip here. I went to a very, very strict school, and then I went, I got expelled from it, and I went to... What did you get expelled for? Never actually said this before. <laughs> I'm curious. <laughs> like, like, that's so, you know, that's, uh, that's kind of cool. I was, uh, uh, <laughs> it's funny, I've never actually, was, I was like stealing porno magazines, selling them at school. Everything was sex with you. Bad. You're, you're a sexed up guy. <laughs> but like no one no, knew, and no one knew at all what to do with them. Was, was it just, like a private school, she-she private school? Yeah, and I'd sell them for a lot of money, and then... Uh, what magazines were you into? Uh, like, I was everything. I mean, when I got caught for it, it was when I, um, I... Because I used to go in and, like, take, like, one or two and then put them in my bag. But I was in my school uniform when I was doing it, so it was kind of risky. Right. And, like, and then... Um, what a great business. But then at the end, I got so cocky that I would take the entire rack. Oh, <laughs> and, and, that's, and you got caught? And I got caught, and the guy... You got caught stealing the magazines, or you got caught um, uh, distributing selling. them and selling? I got caught stealing, first of all, and then um, I was so cocky about it. when the, I remember the guy who worked in the store shouting, like, hey, and then my two friends ran off. <laughs> Great. And I turned around, I'm like, what? <laughs> and then he, I walked back up to him, and um, the, uh, the zip, I hadn't zipped up my bag. And it was the day, it was a post office as well, this place. And uh, This is like your new movie. You're like the worst criminal in that new movie. <laughs> I was shocked how bad a criminal you were. And you were a bad, shitty criminal back then. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. But basically, it was like all these old people were getting their pensions in the post office. What a brilliant idea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the old people are getting their pensions. They're all lining up, and this guy is like pulling all these porno magazines. And it's when porn used to have like VHS tapes, like in the plastic sheet with it. And he's pulling all these things out. 
I'm sitting there like absolutely humiliated. All the old people are looking at me disgusted. Did he and call like, the cops? <laughs> well, he was saying he wanted to call the cops and he's like, it's either your parents or the cops. And I was like, oh, oh, I can just don't call the cops, call my parents. And then like, I was trying to make up a lie of you know, where I lived and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you like, are a bad criminal. It's terrible. I literally think I gave him maybe a house, like next door neighbor house. But whatever. what a nice guy. He gave you a choice, at least. The cops or your uh, parents. Yeah. But then he went to the school afterwards. I mean, it was kind of, but basically about a couple of days later, uh, it just the whole, everything fell down. Like, I, like basically every single one of my friends snitched on me. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I mean, literally across the board. You know, it's so funny. If we had only known each other back then, I used to get so much free porn. I could have supplied you if we had a nice profit. <laughs> built in and then so after he was expelled he attended the herudian school which is apparently a very very expensive school that had a big focus on drama it was very artsy which i'm actually kind of surprised that he would be expelled and then his parents would put him into like a really nice school instead yeah Mm. It almost seems like a reward for bad behavior. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it definitely seems like he comes from like a lot of money, his family. Yeah. Um, Maybe they thought he wasn't really being challenged in the correct ways at his mm, other school, so yeah. this one would maybe take his interest more so he'd behave better. Yeah, maybe. Because you like, hate math and stuff like that. I'm sure he still had to do math, but... Probably. If you have classes that you actually excel in, I think you care more, so... Probably. That's a good point. So, apparently when Rob was 14, he was in a rap trio, and he really admired Eminem, <laughs> and he acted in several plays, and then he later formed a band called Bad Girls with his, with his friends and performed open mics under the stage name Bobby Dupia. And Bobby Dupia is a main character in Five Easy Pieces, which is a Jack Nicholson movie, and apparently Rob loves Jack Nicholson. Let's see, he was asked to join the band by, so he said in an interview that he was asked to join this band by his first girlfriend's later boyfriend. Interesting. So... I feel like it would be so he did this girl and then guy in his band yeah too. <laughs> yeah i guess he really prefers music we but... heard that from preston yeah and so but he'd rather make money acting he told virgin.net in 2008 my sister works so hard to make money and i think it ruins you i think it's a lot easier to make money in the acting world you don't have to be so humble whereas in the music industry you have to really bow down to a lot of people to get noticed and I mm. kind of agree with that, too. Like, sometimes when you really, really love something, to try to commodify it can be, like, take the passion away from it. Yeah. It seems like acting is less personal to him, so he'd rather do that for his job. Yeah, I mean, writing music is so personal, mm -hmm. and it definitely becomes cheapened when money's involved. And mm -hmm. So I get that. I feel yeah. like he would have pursued a career in music had he had acting not taken off and mm -hmm. now that he is so famous i almost feel like he'd be too self-conscious to put out an album yeah you should just do it though i know i mean a lot of actors actually have like indie music careers yeah like zoe Deschanel. like even michael Sarah makes music i mean he doesn't do much lately but it's odd like zoe Deschanel is pretty freaking famous but she mm -hmm. and him isn't somehow yeah Actually, even scarlett johansson does music too mm. she's a pretty good singer so do you think that if rob did music his level of fame would get more out of hand the way it was in previous years 
Do you think he's nervous that, like, if he put on shows and stuff, there'd be big crowds of people there? I don't know. I picture his music not being that mainstream. Yeah. I mean, just the songs he has in Twilight are kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't really see that happening. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be, like, Harry Styles or something. No, no, no. <laughs> I don't picture him being like, look at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the 2D Garden. Yeah. Interestingly, I didn't know this, that um, before, right before he got cast in Harry Potter or um, before his acting career took off, he was applying to go to university for international relations. Interesting. He wanted to be a political speechwriter. Hmm. As most people know, he had a modeling career from age 12 to 16, and he apparently got a lot of jobs at first, but then stopped getting jobs once he started looking more manly. Mm-hmm. At age 15, he worked at the Barnes Theater Company in London, which is where he helped organize props and movie sets because his father told him he should join because he was kind of shy and his dad wanted him to talk to girls more. Um, mm. And then he began acting there in several play- plays and was approached by an agent after starring in Tess of Derubles? Tess of the... I don't know how to say it. <laughs> um, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And Rob has said that that is how his acting career accidentally took off. And I think it might have been there where he... Actually, no. This girl... This is where he met the age when he met his first girlfriend named Nina Schubert. And she was three years older than him. And they dated from 2003 to 2006. She was his neighbor in London. Um, So from 17 to 20 years old. And apparently they actually moved in together when he was 19. So they were in a very serious relationship. I, like, didn't even wow. realize that. Yeah, Rob's had a serious relationship. It's interesting because it just Kristen. seems like that's the span of his relationships have been, like, three-plus years yeah. each. Yeah, he like, always dates people that long. He hasn't had, from what we know, like, a very, like, quick yeah. relationship. Nor five years or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, true. Mm-hmm. But who knows, maybe Suki's relationship can last longer. Maybe. In 2004, he appeared in a German made-for-team movie called Ring of the Nibelungs. Um, And then he appeared in the period drama Vanity Fair, but was cut from the movie, um, which he didn't realize until he attended the premiere. I wonder if he cried. I know. Wait, do you know about the story about Timothy Chalamet? No. Went to the premiere of, I think... Is it Interstellar the one he's in? I think so. And he was significantly cut from the movie. Aww. And he didn't know it until he went to the premiere. And I guess when he went home, he cried. Oh, I would cry. <laughs> That's so sad. <laughs> well, imagine him, because this is his first, like, big role for Rob. Yeah. Not big role, but, like, first big movie. And imagine, like, being so excited. And you go, <laughs> yeah. and, like, you're at the premiere. Yeah. Like, let's say it's in Los Angeles or wherever yeah. it was. And you sit down, and you are like, wait a minute. You're waiting for the scene. <laughs> yeah, and, and you just don't show up yeah. ever. Why did they even invite him? <laughs> so sad. Why didn't they give him a, Why don't they give him or Timmy a heads up? I know. But... It's a business. Well, first I wanted to say that this is... This movie was actually pretty big because it's where he met his... It's seemingly his very best friend, Tom Sturridge, mm-hmm. um, who was also in the movie. But being cut from the movie was actually a huge blessing because the casting director felt so bad that she didn't tell him that she ended up giving him um, the first run at the Harry Potter audition. Wow. So 
I guess it worked in his favor. And he later said that he was happy he was cut from the movie because of that. And so, yeah, so he was cast as Cedric Diggory in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. And he has said that he would have quit acting right before that had he not been given that opportunity. Mm -hmm. And from that, he was named British Star of Tomorrow by the Times, (laughs) which is kind of interesting because... He actually was the star of Tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) And then he starred in a play called The Woman Before, actually, but was fired right before opening night because his mannerisms were weird, apparently, (laughs) which I thought was funny. He said in an interview in Vanity Fair... His mannerisms were um, weird. I think I just got confused doing some random mannerisms as if that made an interesting performance. I thought... It's cool if you go like this, he says, suddenly contorting his body into a nonsensical pose. Pattinson went through a period of denial after his failure. I was going to all these auditions and telling everyone I got fired because I stood up for my principles and making up all this bullshit. I kind of just went nuts for a while. He couldn't land another job, stopped talking to his agent, and threw in the towel, opting to make his music ser- to take his music seriously, as all his friends were doing now. And now doing. He began performing with the guitar in bars, either solo or with other friends. It was a scene he recalls a little ruefully in which no one gave a shit when you got on stage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, funny but, time. Yeah. But he did appear in some other acting roles. He appeared in the BBC thriller The Haunted Airman in a one-off television drama called The Bad Mother's Handbook. But then, so apparently, so Twilight comes around in 2008, and I guess they were having a lot of trouble finding an actor for it. Mm-hmm. Um, they auditioned, like, I think 5,000 people, and they hadn't found anyone. And Crazy. so I have this quote from the Summit Entertainment president, Eric Feig, and he says that he was talking to a colleague at lunch one day, and he said, I know we've looked. I just feel there are a couple of rocks that we haven't checked under. I said, there have to be some British actors that we have that we don't know about that are the guy, that are this guy who can do a great American accent. Why do they want a British guy? I don't know. I guess they went through all the Americans. <laughs> do me a favor. Go to IMDb and look at every young actor from ages 15 to 25 who was in Harry Potter or anything, even a tiny role. Print out their headshots. I came back from lunch. She called all these pictures and she said, as we were going through the pictures, what about this guy? And I saw a picture of Cedric Diggory. I said, he's great. And <laughs> that look that jumped out to me at that point, and I know it's silly, a silly adjective to use, was Byronic. Hmm. So that's how we got the part, is just them being like, anyone in Harry Potter? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but people weren't really convinced. I think Catherine Hardwick at first was like, I don't know. <laughs> I think Stephanie Meyer too. And a lot of the executives were like, can we make this guy really, really good looking? I don't get that though. I think he's really handsome in Harry Potter. Yeah, me too. Well, so they had to see him first. So he flew out to LA, which apparently he had an audition, a different audition that he was going to that he thought he definitely had the part in. I don't know mm-hmm. what it was for, but he walked in, had a very bad audition apparently. He brought his guitar for some reason and he didn't really know why he brought it. And then they were like, oh, are you going to play something? And then he kind of chickened out and was like, no. And then they were like, why do you have it? I guess. I don't really That's know the so whole story. Weird. But apparently it was so bad and he didn't get the part and he's feeling really defeated. And so then when he went to the Twilight audition, he just had nothing to lose. And he thinks that's why he got the part. Um, mm. Because he had a much different portrayal of the character than everyone else. Like his was way more angsty and dramatic and just kind of like... Whenever I don't really care or have mm-hmm. a lot of stakes in something, that's when I get it. Mm-hmm. 
Me too. Especially, <laughs> yeah, like job interviews and stuff. Yeah. I totally agree. When you're desperate for something, it's... It's harder. It's not going to work out, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so, apparently he read all three books in one weekend, because at that time, Breaking Dawn hadn't been out yet. And he told Vanity Fair in 2008 that he really liked them. I believe that. Yeah. And I guess he took a Valium before the audition as well. <laughs> <laughs> and also, him and Kristen had chemistry, and she <laughs> told Catherine to cast him. But after he was cast, as most people know, there was a lot of outrage online. People were really pissed about it because pictures had come out where he had really dark hair from um, Little Ashes that mm-hmm. he was in, and I guess he was a little bit, not chubbier, but he didn't really have a six-pack or whatever. So they had <laughs> to get his hair dyed, they got his eyebrows plucked, and they got him a personal trainer for the job. Wow. <laughs> To make him better looking. Crazy. I guess Catherine Hardwick was like, and we'll hire a really good cinematographer. We're going to get all the right angles. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Almost as if this guy is, like, ugly that they had to, like, work on him. <sighs> I could never do showbiz. No. And I guess he went through media training as well, but admits in an interview with The Guardian that he hates interviews and he usually gets by by making silly things up, which I feel like we've seen in a lot of interviews. Like, he gave one interview on the Today Show once about how a clown died at the circus oh, yeah. when he was a kid. And, like, yeah. uh, Matt Lauer was like, what? What's the story? And it kind of, like, took up the whole interview, and it wasn't true at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so nuts. Mm-hmm. And then I think in present day, some bullshit article is trying to, like, cancel our patents and for yeah. that. Like, sit down. <laughs> Maybe we can insert the clip. <laughs> You. Thank you very much. You know, I was thinking during the introduction when I was a kid, and that's a long time ago, but, you know, the kids my age, boys my age, they wanted to be baseball players or they wanted to run away and join the circus. This is a very different time. Did you have any of those dreams as a kid? Running away and joining the circus? Uh, no, the first time I went to a circus, somebody died. One of the clowns died. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not letting that go. How did the clown die? His little car exploded. The joke car exploded on him. You're being serious about <laughs> yeah, this, seriously. yeah? So, so did that kind of ruin the circus for you? It was. Like my parents had to like everybody ran out. It was, it was terrifying. That's bizarre. <laughs> what a bizarre way to start the, the interview. Only, yeah, the only time I've ever been to the circus. For people who didn't didn't read the book that this movie's based on, tell me a little about Jacob. So then for Twilight, he moved to Portland three months before shooting and didn't talk to anybody and sometimes would wear the contacts on his own to get into character. According to Catherine Hardwick... He was obsessed. Yeah. According to Catherine Hardwick, uh, Rob was always drunk and playing guitar on set or after set. (laughs) And um, Rob and Kristen were developing this complex and, quote, intense feelings for each other which were what we needed, as in the uh, production company. Don't she say says, that. Um, for building their on-stream chemistry. Complex and intense. Yeah, I feel like Catherine really wanted them to have a real relationship <laughs> so it would make the film better. <laughs> that worries me, though. That makes it sound like it is fake. But Catherine, I don't know. Never mind. Well, I feel like Catherine didn't want it for the sake of for the sake of, like, marketing the movie. I feel like yeah. she wanted it for the sake of Being their chemistry well on screen. Mm-hmm. So that same year, he also was in smaller roles, like How to Be Little Ashes in the Summer House. Um, but, of course, he is most known for being in Twilight, which came out in November when he was 22, and that instantly made him a household name right away. And it became 
pretty obvious in the beginning that he was pretty uncomfortable with a lot of the fame and all of the screaming and crying fans. I mean, <laughs> the fan reaction to Twilight at the time was, like, so often compared to Beatlemania. Like, I yeah. feel like it was kind of the first time in my lifetime that I witnessed people just, like, screaming and crying and obsessing over something. It was insane. It well, was, we all know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're listening. Yeah. But I do want to talk about that a little bit more, I think, as we go on, about, like, why it became like that. And, like, also I feel like there's nothing like that even right now for teenagers. I don't know. Or, or anyone I mean, in general. we're not part of it and I think mm-hmm. it's I don't know I feel like it's not that mainstream but I know k-pop has kind of had that yeah right now though I don't know yeah I'll uh like a few years later into this I want to talk about it anymore because I okay. feel like it really had an effect on Rob but during this time he was single he was romantically linked to Camille Bell <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but everyone really wanted him to date Kristen yeah myself included yeah. So then after that, he signed up to do the rest of the franchise for $10 million. He shot New Moon, Whoa. where he stayed in a very tiny hotel room in Vancouver. And in Italy, apparently, he couldn't leave his hotel room at all because of the intensity of his fans. Oh, my gosh. People, I think he told one story about how he was on set um, filming the scene with Bella. And some fan in a wheelchair, like, broke through the barrier and, like, came up and, like, went to say hi to Rob. And so he, like, shook her hand or something and, like, talked to her. Because, mm-hmm. like, what was he going to do? Like, this, he, like, didn't yeah. want to, like, have security escort this person in a wheelchair. Yeah. And then the whole crowd of extras started clapping. And he felt, like, really embarrassed as if he had, like, done some very saintly oh, thing by weird. just, like, talking to someone in a wheelchair. Yeah, um, that's uncomfortable. But it's, like, weird how it, like, technically that person, like, really broke boundaries and, like, shouldn't have done that. I did not know that. Yeah. And it's around this time that he probably began dating Kristen Stewart. But not going to focus too much on that since we have our Robson episode. We got a two-part episode. <laughs> you can scroll back and listen to it. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about Kristen really either. Yeah. get to my part. Yeah. But she's a big part of his life at this mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so can't forget that. Um, he also shot Remember Me in New York. And he stayed in Min- Midtown with his sister Lizzie and his best friend Tom. And he told Vanity Fair, I thought this was pretty telling, that his other friends wanted to visit but are broke and he feels too self-conscious to fly them out because he doesn't want to feel like a dick. Mm-hmm. Also during this time, he was photographed shooting uh, scenes with Emily Day Raven, um, who was his co-star in Remember Me. And at the time, fans would ask him to sign tabloids. <laughs> which said, like, he was a cheater and uh, cheating on Kristen. Like, it was crazy. Oh, like, my gosh. People were so invested in his love life and also so invasive. That would be him. crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I was reading a Vanity Fair article, which shows just how humble he is, and I wanted to just read this quote because I feel like it's very telling of his character as well. Go for it. He says or the writer says, what makes the lavish tension more awkward is that he believes he hasn't done anything to deserve it or any praise at all for that matter. He usually doesn't feel like talking to anyone, but silence makes him so uncomfortable that he ends up filling the air with a load of rubbish or just laughing nervously. He's often apologizing for being boring, for the douchey terrace that's attached to his hotel room, for telling you a story you might have read somewhere else already. When talking about seminal moments in his life, the main emotion he recalls is embarrassment. He'll dismiss his work in any way he can. 
When roles have been difficult, he'll say, I have no idea what I was doing. When roles have been easy, he says he didn't have to, anything to do with it. Despite the fact that he is an exquisite, exquisite beauty with perfectly formed red, red lips and a face that might have been dreamed up by the romantic poets, he thinks he resembles a cartoon character. <laughs> One of his legs is longer than the other, which makes him look, he assures you, like an idiot. Um, that was written by Avingia Peretz um, for Vanity Fair, which I feel like is kind of, I don't know, something that is very charming about Rob is he seems so humble. Yeah. I mean, he really I mean, never seems cocky at all. I agree with him. I mean, of course we love his work, and he did a great job with Twilight and his other movies, but he... Actors don't really do anything to deserve the world, like, loving them. I mean, yeah. here we are making an episode about him, so I don't know what I'm trying to say with that. But, yeah, it must be kind of awkward. It's like all these people are so obsessed, us included. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not like he's... I think he gets it. I, I think that's really admirable. Like, yeah. He's not curing cancer or, like, out, you know, helping people on the street. Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes he does things like that, but... He's just an actor, so I think that's very down-to-earth of him. Yeah, it is so crazy that, like, we revere these people so much. Mm-hmm. It's probably because it's easier. Like, you're not watching, and it's boring if you were to, like, watch someone perform life-saving surgery. Yeah, yeah obviously those I mean, jobs are more important and yeah, more admirable, but at the same time, how can you obsess over that the way you can a movie mm-hmm. that really you mm-hmm. love and spoke to you? Yeah. And the actors are the faces of the movie. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes what makes the story so great is the people behind the scenes. Yeah. I mean, that always does kind of upset me. I do feel like the writers and directors and stuff deserve mm-hmm. more credit than the actors. Yeah. No offense, actors. No offense, <laughs> Rob. I know you're listening. <laughs> but, I mean, they're the one that came up with it. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't know. But he is such a great actor, and yet it's interesting how he always constantly, that's like one constant, and he says he doesn't know what he's doing, he doesn't know how to act. But how has he managed to pull it off so well? I know, but maybe he's just being honest. I feel like everybody kind of feels that way. Yeah. I feel like in my job, I think everybody's like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He has like the constant, what do you call that, imposter syndrome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I almost feel like when you are super successful, especially, that's when you doubt yourself the most Mm -hmm. because you're like, what did I really do to deserve Mm -hmm. this? Oh, right. And it's it's interesting because he really did kind of fall into it. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he worked hard, like, going to auditions and stuff, mm-hmm. but it seemed like acting was never really his passion. Like, he yeah. didn't really, like, eat, sleep, breathe it. He didn't dream about becoming an actor. I wonder if he ever considered quitting. He Yeah, he... I mean, later. Oh, later on. I don't mean, like, in the beginning. I almost feel like he might have considered it after Twilight. Maybe. Mm. I wonder if that ever bugs him, if he's kind of like, ugh. Why am I still acting? Like, I want to do music. I yeah. Know. I guess he can do it in his free time. It is kind of interesting. Like, I feel like a lot of us sometimes give up on things that we really like. And, like, it's, like, for me, I used to dance. Mm-hmm. And I don't really dance that much anymore. Mm-hmm. And it, every year that goes by, I'm like, Jesus, why am I not doing it more? And then, like, I, like, think, like, oh, I'll get back into it. And then I still haven't really fully done that yet. Yeah. I feel like he must feel that way about music of, like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to get you know, back into it. Like, I want to pursue it. But then he just... I bet he still does it all the time. On his own. Yeah. Dance is hard because I feel like it's almost... the. It's... 
in sports too it's like kind of just for kids like you can mm -hmm. join an adult league or something or yeah. class but the whole structure of it and everything is just for when you're young that's what i hate about it is because mm -hmm. like you could do like yeah like drop-in classes but you can't like be in a dance class or something like a regular class mm -hmm. where you perform once you're really good yeah, I love that about Rob. I also, I relate to what he says about feeling embarrassed all the time. <laughs> yeah. I feel embarrassed about everything ever in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, so, carry on. So then he began shooting Eclipse and like, yeah, he's like probably definitely dating Chris and Sarah here. Mm -hmm. um, and then in 2011, he stars in Water for Elephants and then he also films and stars in Bellamy. Then he goes on to film Breaking Dawn in Baton Rouge. And to get there, apparently, he took a road trip from L.A. with two friends. And That's cool. told this really sad story about how he was in a quiet bar um, in the middle of nowhere in Texas. And it was so nice to be able to just sit in the bar and to drink and, like, mm -hmm. to hang out. And it was something that he hadn't really experienced in such a long time. And so they went back to that bar, but then apparently word got out that he was there. And then huge, <sighs> massive crowds had arrived, oh. and they, he actually had to have a police escort take him out of the bar. Oh my god, that's crazy. Because it was so wild. I was thinking about that. I mean, this <laughs> seems a little silly maybe, but with this whole coronavirus thing and being locked down at home, it was making me think about how a lot of celebrities, I think, are kind of trapped in their homes. Like, they mm -hmm. can't really go places, and that seems horrible. Yeah. I love being alone. Wait, among strangers out in the world but like to not even be able to go to a bar without like tons of attention like you can't just like go out and walk down the street without attention i feel like well, why is it worse for celebrities though because they have bigger houses and we got a lot a lot just, in our houses no i don't mean coronavirus i mean in oh, their lives oh in general all the time yeah i feel like they're sort of stuck at home like that yeah. movie i was gonna say we watched match of the stars last night and the fact that she's, like, telling her assistant to go to the store and get all this stuff, maybe it's because she's super busy, but I think part of it is that, like, they just don't even want to deal with going to the store because they'll get attention, and mm -hmm. that would suck. That I would, would be really sad. I love going to the store, and I don't know. I would miss that. Maybe that's why we didn't see a single celebrity in L.A. <laughs> is because they all have assistants doing stuff maybe. for them. <laughs> I mean, they definitely go out to eat and yeah. to bars and stuff, but I don't really know how they pull it off. yeah. Maybe they, I don't know, just have their spots and I don't know. Maybe they have an entourage so people don't feel like they can just walk up to them. Yeah, maybe. Around this time, he adopted a dog, Bear, with Kristen Stewart. And this is really the height of his fame. And, you know, as I just said, I feel like he's dealing with a lot of harassment and stalking at this time. Apparently, several people had hacked into his email and he oh pressed gosh. charges against them. And from all the interviews I read, it didn't really translate as much in like a personal, uh, like on in-person interviews. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I just say that videotaped. Yeah. <laughs> but from everything I read, he honestly at this time, I guess it would be like 2011, 2010, he sounds like really depressed and kind of out of it um, mm -hmm. from the fame. I can um, see that. He has this quote. I think it's with Vanity Fair again. He says, The experience of becoming a product with his face on wallets, tote bags, board games, and of course, multiple action figures can get weird. With Twilight, he says, You've got to please the franchise, a word the people at Summit repeat with every kind of reference. Like when he says doing the poster shoot for Water for Elephants, 
the shoot was like 10 minutes long, whereas the Twilight poster shoot was like two days in every position. And we were like, why are we doing this for so long? And they were like, corporate voice, oh, it's for the toys and the Burger King hats. Oh my gosh. And not that I have, not, not that I have a problem with it. It's, it's difficult for movies to make money. Whatever Pattinson says, drawing on a cigarette. There's nothing you can do about it. That's the way it is. But it is weird being a part of that, kind of representing something that you don't particularly like. Yeah. God, he says, I just really headbutted it. So at this point, I feel like he's really done with the whole Twilight thing. I know I often... Mm-hmm. That's something people say a lot. It's like no like no one really hates Twilight more than Rob. And I don't think it's really he hates Twilight. Mm-hmm. But I think he really hates what it became with the franchise. Um, and he hates yeah. the fame that came with it where he really couldn't live a normal life anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's probably died down in the past 10 years a lot. Yeah, but, but at this time, with people being so hysterical about it and following him, I was thinking about this a lot. Like, why did the fan base, like, become so uh, intense? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of that was, the mar- like, the marketing of the franchise itself. They wanted yeah. people to be like that. They wanted it to be, like, a huge huge big obsession for people like for me when I was in middle school I mean obviously I never really went to any events which would make me like a screaming person in a crowd but I feel like they always compared it to like Beatlemania and stuff and it made you feel like you want to be a part of something that's like very culturally significant Mm -hmm. you want to be like one of those people screaming in the crowd who's like wrapped up in some historical (laughs) event which was like the twilight craze um, and that you're not really as big of a fan if you're not screaming and crying and fainting over mm-hmm. being Team Edward or Team Jacob. Yeah. And then, I mean, he definitely had a choice, but I don't think he knew what he was getting into with the mm-hmm. first movie. And how could he... I'm sure he didn't want to be some kind of asshole who like didn't do the other movies, I'm sure. I don't know if when he did mm-hmm. Twilight. I don't know if they even had the other movies in contracts or anything yet with the first one? I don't think they did, yeah. But do you think by New Moon there was? Like, okay, we're going to do... Yeah, so after Twilight is when he signed on to do the next three movies. Yeah, and I can see... Which they didn't know they were going to split Breaking Dawn up. Yeah, and I... I don't think he knew even then. I think from Twilight he knew it was pretty crazy, but, like, how was he not going to sign up? Yeah, exactly. He's a star. Yeah. It's almost like he had no choice. He got sucked into this huge thing. Well, I don't think after Twilight, he even really... I don't think he was, like, sick of it yet. I think he, like... I think it was kind of exciting because he didn't really have a huge career. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, overnight, he had so many opportunities. I feel like after New Moon is maybe when it started to get... Yeah. A little creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's like, honestly, harassment. Like, he couldn't mm-hmm. really live a normal life at all. Like, this seems like a very unhappy time in his life from everything I'm reading. Um, and I don't think that... I really don't think that means he hates Twilight or, like, looks back on it with bad memories. But I feel like all the effects of that kind of fame and being a part of the franchise of franchise, like, yeah. really took out of... took away his <laughs> love for it. I'm wondering, it seems like he always opens up to Vanity Fair. Yeah. And I wonder if it's the same writer each time or if it, like, why is that? I don't think so. Like, why does he always talk to Vanity Fair? I think in my document I have him talking to Vanity Fair too. I don't know. (laughs) It's a good question. Well, so then in in 2012 he he filmed Cosmopolis, which... I feel like it was a big deal at the time. Like, he's in a Cronenberg film. He's mm-hmm. in a serious film. Like, this mm-hmm. is going to be the start of his serious acting career. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then in 2012, that year, he also had that cheating scandal with Kristen, as we yeah. all know. Go check our Robson episode for yeah. that. Um, this seems like, as I mentioned, like just a really particularly difficult time. I almost feel like the cheating scandal was kind of like the height of negativity um, yeah. in his life, um, not just because he was cheated on. I almost feel like him being cheated on seems like it was like less the lesser uh, problem, which was mm -hmm. more just, like, the public humiliation and the scrutiny and all the attention uh, for it. Yeah. Like, I feel like this was such a turning point where it almost seems like he could have, like, decided, like, do I even want to live this kind of life anymore? Mm-hmm. I could see that. And then Breaking Dawn came out, and that's all I have. <laughs> cool. I guess I'll pick up from here. Yeah, so I have, you know, it's November 2012 and Breaking Dawn's come out, Cosmopolis, and this is, I just, I have a quote right to start. Uh, <laughs> this is with the Washington Post. They said, at the risk of angering any of the directors you've worked with on Twilight, is there one film that stands out as most meaningful to you, either because of the experience or the way you felt it turned out? And he said, definitely the first one, by a huge margin. It was just an entirely different world. For one thing, mm. it was just a really, really fun movie to shoot. It was difficult and it was crazy, but the experience was so different. I know I should have a British accent right now, but I'm just <laughs> going to read it in my voice. Just having a really big young cast as well, I've never done anything like it since. Everyone was kind of unknown and had a feeling about the movie. There's definitely some excitement there that it could be either be a total miss or something could happen with it. And the person, the writer, I'm sorry, I don't know what their name, said... Uh, you said you hate the word franchise, so I'll try not to use that word. Signing on to a film series like this is a huge commitment time-wise and to the same character. Having just completed this one, do you see yourself wanting to do that again in the near future? It seems like you're choosing projects that are not in that vein. And Pattinson said, A lot of the stuff I've chosen, which I'm doing this year, I chose a year ago. And things change. The industry changes really quickly at the moment. It also seems like not... It also seems like the only thing being made are franchise movies. Ah, you said the word, not me. <laughs> and then Rob says, that doesn't mean I like it. Laughs. It only worries me because you just lose tons of control. As I get older, I mean, the stuff you put into the world is supposed to be representative of who you are. And if you don't have control over it, I don't know how to say, this is who I am, this is what I've made. It's not. It's a whole other thing. It becomes more of a job than an art. If I wanted to do a job, then I'd be doing a job, however ridiculous that is to say. Mm -hmm. I probably will be doing a job soon, cleaning toilets or something. And the writer said, I, I doubt that seriously. So it sounds like you could be interested in a franchise, but it would depend on what the project was. Yeah, I think it's a powerful thing. You look at something like Star Wars, no one's going to call Star Wars a franchise. Well, people do. And Rob <laughs> said, just after the new ones, last, <laughs> the first three, that was a series, not a franchise. Mm. <laughs> he's he's funny. He sounds like a... I mean, he's cute. He's, like, really true to art. Yeah. He's a little bit hipster in that way. He wants to make art. Yeah, exactly. Know? Well, it sounds like he really... It sounds like he considers that first movie art, which we do too. And then he <laughs> considers his role in the later movies like he's just doing what they're telling him to do for the franchise. Yeah. The franchise. The franchise for the franchise. Not the franchise. I wouldn't like that. I would feel like I am a part of a machine. Yeah. Which is what a lot of people feel in their jobs yeah. at the time. I often feel I mean, like I'd, in my job. I'd but... feel that way too. Yeah, because like, yeah, I've always wanted to be a real writer and I'm mm -hmm. just a content writer for marketing. So I relate, Rob. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of people do. Um, but I, 
just deal with it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know. Honestly, like, come on, Rob. <laughs> it is a bit of a privilege to be like, I want to make art. You know, know, like, it's because of Twilight that he has the opportunity to make yeah. smaller movies. So maybe he's saying he'd rather make art or just not act at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Well, it seems like he doesn't really love acting that much. Yeah. So at this point, he's still dating Kristen, but again... Not gonna talk about it too much. <laughs> but December, he went to Australia to film the Rover. And this is when there were first rumors about him and Kristen breaking up, but I don't think they were true yet uh, because they didn't officially break up again until May 2013. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are now. Then there were rumors about him and Katy Perry being together. Oh God! Yeah, that'd remember? be horrible. Yeah, I think they actually were friends and were seen out and about and stuff. But I really don't think that. Do you think they've I mean, ever know, hooked up? I don't know. That would be freaking weird. Yeah. I don't know why I can't picture it. I can't either. But they've been friends for like a very long time. Yeah. But I think that Katie would... I feel like she has a crush on Rob. Yeah. Well, now she's with Orlando Bloom. Mm-hmm. So. You know they're having a baby? I do know that. Yeah. Poor John Mayer. Oh. <laughs> yeah. He's probably devastated. Do you think he still loves Katie? Yeah, I bet. Oh, wow. I think so. Okay, so at this point, Rob had a beard, and I feel like this is a trend. Like, whenever he has a breakup, he has a beard. Mm. Um, I feel like he's a little down. But then he became the face of Dior Homme and had some beautiful black and white pictures come out and stuff, and people were really excited about this. I think he got quite a lot of money for being the face of Dior. Mm-hmm. Like, millions. Wow. Okay, I do not know if this is true, but this is very weird to me. <laughs> Apparently in June 2013, he, he, I don't know if it's true, but I did find it in a lot of different sources mm-hmm. that he threw a lavish 1920s Great Gatsby party oh my God. for his director friend, Nick Jarecki. And I looked up who Nick Jarecki is, and he's just directed like indie films. Mm-hmm. I said, is this true? Marie Claire seems weird. I feel like Marie Claire is like kind of yeah. reputable. Well, if he found it in multiple sources. Doesn't that seem odd, though? That he threw that party? Yeah. I just can't picture it for some reason. I can't. Well, we threw a a party like that. I know we did, (laughs) but it's funny. He seems like kind of a party thrower. Yeah, it seems like he had (laughs) big, lavish parties at his house all the time. (laughs) Yeah. And it seems like he would be someone who, like, just kind of stays in and doesn't really want to go out. I picture him just on the couch with a beer. Yeah. So it's odd to me that he has these huge parties. And, yeah, I don't think there are any pictures of it, but I think because he's really low-key, he doesn't have social media, which I 100% get why he doesn't have social media, but... I couldn't find any pictures, but I read all these quotes that were like, it was the place to be. Everyone who's everyone was at this party, so. Wow. I, I know. I wonder if any Twilight people were there. I don't know. Apparently Kristen wasn't. People wanted to know. <laughs> uh, so then he went to Toronto for the summer. This is 2013. To mm-hmm. film Maps to the Stars. Which we just watched last night. We watched it last night. It's going to come up again. I'm going to get into it. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> in August 2013, he told Spanish GQ, it's strange you don't have a normal life anymore. This is about being a teen heartthrob. Mm-hmm. You spend much time trying to fight it, but in the end, you find another way to live. People don't realize how lonely you are. Oh, Which is sad. I know. I agree with you. I think he was down. I read... I couldn't tell if, how true they were, but a lot of things were like, are pants and depression and anxiety. Yeah, I read a lot of things that he was, like, drinking a lot in this time, too. Me. It's, like, 2011, 2010 to, mm-hmm. like, 2000. 
mm-hmm. 14 or so. I do feel like in post-Kristen, it seems like things are going up, though. I mean, we don't know. <laughs> oh, we don't know. Kristen. Like, we weren't... We weren't there. We have no idea what's up with him, but it seems... Mm. Or more like post-Twilight. I guess it probably isn't totally Kristen related. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So there were rumors that he was dating Riley Kia. I don't know how to pronounce that. That's really shitty because that's actually Kristen's good friend. (laughs) Yeah. He's like photographed um, in cars with her and stuff. And then there were rumors that he was dating Dylan Penn, who's Sean Penn's daughter, apparently. Mm. I think we mentioned that in the Robson episode, though. Yeah. And so in September 2013, he told Harper's Bazaar, they asked, like, who his ideal woman would be. Mm-hmm. And he said, someone knowing who they are, it's the best. I guess because it's the opposite of what I am. I'm so all over the place. And then he said, if someone looks good in their clothes, it's because they are comfortable in their own skin. It's literally just like owning it. Oh, no, that is so lame. I feel like I'm on Project One Way saying, <laughs> own that. <laughs> Someone comfortable in their clothes, just owning it. <laughs> Own so it, cute. girl. That's so cute. <laughs> oh. I was like, I feel like you told me in your research it made you like rob a little less, but I was experiencing the opposite. I was like, oh, this is making me like him more. October 3rd, 2013, he went to an Arctic Monkeys concert. Oh, <laughs> I love Arctic Monkeys. With Florence Welch. Interesting. From Florence the Machine. Her sister and a friend. And I wrote my notes. So cool. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. I wish I was there. November 2013, he signed on to be in Lost City of Z. And then mm. in December, he was out in London with his BFF Tom in Notting Hill, which is just cool to me. And then he was cast in a movie called Childhood of a Leader. And I wrote, what happened to that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I feel like nothing's happened with that, yeah. right? Did he film it? No. I don't think... I don't know. I Wait. So I just did a quick IMDb search, and I guess it did come oh. out in 2015. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> Childhood of a Leader. Has anybody seen that? In February 2013, a Russian astronomer named an asteroid 2467.89 Pattinson. After Robert Pattinson. Oh, really? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And then. I like didn't get what you were saying. <laughs> I would too. Yeah. A fan. And then in February, same month, he announced at the Oscars with. Amanda Seyfried, the best screenwriting category. Mm. Um, Quentin Tarantino won. What an honor. Yeah. <laughs> what an honor to, you know, I receive say, an like, award Chris, from... Kristen's never presented at the Oscars. Yes, she has. What did she present? Um, she presented once and she coughed and everyone like made a big oh. deal of it. And she also presented, I don't know if it was the same Are time. Are you sure? She had broke her leg and she had a uh, boot on her foot. Yeah, I'm oh. 100% sure she's presented at the Oscars. Hmm. She, I'm pretty sure it was like, and the Oscar goes to, and she like coughed. Oh my god, Chris. People were pissed about it. Yeah, I would be too, actually. <laughs> okay, then he's filming the movie Life in Toronto, which I haven't seen, but he plays a photographer the photographer that took those really famous Life magazine pictures of James Dean. Mm. Never seen it. In May 2013, he was at Cannes 
to promote maps to the stars and you know premiered there or whatever yeah and okay so mal and i watched this movie last night <laughs> and it was quite it, a trip i wasn't expecting it at all mm-hmm. but to be we have to say rob was not in it that much his no, role was minor character not that significant mm-hmm. to the movie. Mm-hmm. It almost was a little bit distracting, his role, because you expected more from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He wasn't the star, but I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It was about, you know, actors in Hollywood, and it was really a scathing portrayal mm. of ho- Hollywood, and it made everybody look horrible. Mm-hmm. And it was a Cronenberg movie, too. Yeah. I feel like Hollywood doesn't always really like movies like that. Yeah. That make Hollywood look bad. I feel like they, they shouldn't. don't give those kind of movies the awards. Yeah. They always give it to like the La La Land yeah. or the. Well, I get why. Yeah. It was. I really liked it. It was super Me crazy, too. and it was the kind of movie where you are figuring things out as it goes along, mm-hmm. like the connections between people, and doesn't really tell you. And I, I like that. Yeah, I like it too. So in that movie, if you guys haven't seen it, I mean, we hadn't seen it until yesterday. There's this kid, he's like 13, and he's an actor, and he's such a brat. Like, he's horrible. Total punk. Like, he's on drugs. He talks so shitty about people. He shoots someone's dog. Like, he's just awful. And he was interviewed by Vanity Fair, and they kind of asked him, like, how true is the movie to real life, like, Hollywood and stuff. And he said, I think Benji is probably, that was a kid's name. Who, th- Rob said this? Yeah, Rob yeah. said this. Benji was the 13-year-old character mm-hmm. who was, like, kind of a Justin Bieber-esque Yeah. Kid. He said, I think Benji is probably the truest character. I've met a lot of kids like him. Wow. The scene with him and the little girls bitching about everybody, you just see that a lot. He said, when you see these kids, there's only one way. You either get in therapy now or become a serial killer or kill yourself. I mean, you can see it really early on. It's terrifying. Oh, my what? God. That is so crazy. But yeah, he... In I mean, movie, but not hard to believe either. I know. I, yeah, I believe that 100%. And in the movie, this kid's, like, at a bar or something with these girls, and they're mm. talking about how someone's menopausal because she's 23, <laughs> and it's disgusting. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you're raised in that culture, that's all you know. Mm-hmm. It'd be so easy to be like that. I couldn't, yeah, we couldn't tell how old that character is supposed to be. I was like, oh, maybe 15. Yeah, I thought that was like on but the younger side. But he did look so young. Yeah. He looked 12 or something. And then it turns out he was 13. So I yeah. guess I can see why 20, 23 seem old to a 13-year-old. Mm-hmm. But shut up. That's crazy. <sighs> if I was famous, I would want to, like, I don't think I could even be in that culture like i don't I think know. i could even be in situations where people were dicks like that yeah what would you do i honestly like punch everybody would start crying yeah <laughs> i don't know how i would handle myself i can't believe he's talking like that it's I so know. mean i would literally start sobbing or something i know like they were so mean yeah but i, I at the same time bet that there's a lot of famous people who are very very nice and down to earth hopefully rob hopefully i know <laughs> i bet they're as nice people too I mean, she's playing herself, but Carrie Fisher seemed pretty nice. She seemed really nice, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently Meryl Streep is really nice. Okay. She's family friends with the girl I know. Yeah. I bet there's some good people. Mm -hmm. Hopefully. Hopefully. So then he was seen with some girl named Imogen. I never know how to say his name. I'm sorry. Imogen 
Imogen Kerr? Imogen, yeah. Imogen Kerr, a model. I don't know. Maybe they were just friends or something, but he was just seen with her. But at the same time, why would they just be friends? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember Camille Bell. I remember being like, mm, maybe they're just friends. And I honestly feel like that could have been publicity, them just, yeah. like, walking in the streets together. But why would they just be friends? <laughs> I'm sure they were on a date or something. Yeah, that doesn't mean they were boyfriend and girlfriend, but maybe they were, yeah. Casually seeing each other. Yeah, yeah. or maybe it was a first date or who knows. Yeah. In May 2014, this is random, but he was seen leaving the Chiltern Firehouse with his friends, and that's in London, and that, when I read that, I freaked out, because that was so close to my school in London, like, I know oh the Chiltern Firehouse, so I was like, what the hell? <laughs> I could have seen more pants in there, if he so happened to be there in 2017, <laughs> I mean, 2016, um, cool. June 2014... He was on Jimmy Kimmel, and he was just saying weird stuff. <laughs> you know, as he does. Yeah. He was talking about being homeless, or kind of joking about not living anywhere and not knowing where any of his stuff is. Mm-hmm. And he was joking about um, looking for his Teen Choice Award surfboards the other day. <laughs> and he was like, I've just been informed that I have way less than I thought I did. I was like, I have like 30, right? No, you have three. <laughs> yeah. He thought he had 30 surfboards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have three. That's fun. Why did he need it? I don't know. I think he was just joking. <laughs> I don't know. But can you surf with those? Probably. I don't know. Maybe. What do celebrities do with those Teen Choice Awards? I know they're boards? huge. They're it so must be big. like junk. Yeah, it doesn't match anything. Yeah, probably it just in your garage. Maybe you have a room with like random stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, they must get so much crap. Yeah, like, oh, so I much. Bet. I can't even imagine. I bet because even when they like go on Ellen and they get like an yeah. Ellen sweatshirt and it's like, uh, what am I gonna so do with this? Sweatshirts. Yeah. <laughs> Probably just give it to people. Yeah. So the rover premiered. There were talks of him playing Indiana Jones, but that never happened. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Weird. It's funny when you look back through the news and you mm. see things like that. Salon, some publication, asked him why he always plays an American. And he said, I don't know. I've never really thought of, of it actually specifically. <laughs> I've never thought of it as actually specifically playing an American. I guess there are little elements of it, like, no, you kind of approach it the same way. I mean, I feel extremely uncomfortable playing English people, though. Even if I'm doing an English accent, I don't even know how to do my normal accent. It just suddenly goes into this weird acting voice. And so I get incredibly self-conscious about it. So when I'm doing an American, it feels more like you're in a movie. Mm, that makes sense. Interesting. July 2014, he was seen, and there's pictures of it too, hanging with Zac Efron <laughs> at like a bowling alley, and that just seemed so random to yeah. me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who was like his famous friend? Is it Katy Perry? I think so. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, Tom's definitely still his best friend, which I think is really cute. Yeah. Tom's not that famous, though. No. I don't know. I don't know. Uh... He's hung out with a bunch of random people, but I'm not sure how mm-hmm. good of friends they are. Uh, he was asked by Esquire about the Kristen Stewart cheating scandal thing, and he said, shit happens, you know? It's just young people. It's normal, and honestly, who gives a shit? Mel quoted that to me. 
couple months ago. I always think about that mm-hmm. quote whenever I have any drama in my love life. Yeah, it's, it's just, just young, young people. people. <laughs> yeah, that actually really made me feel better. Yeah. Oh I don't know what I'm going to tell myself when I'm older. <laughs> Maybe I'll still just say that. <laughs> it's just young people. <laughs> it's just people. It's just people. Yeah. <laughs> and same same thing still talking about the scandal rob said the hardest part was talking about it afterwards because when you talk about other people it affects them in ways you can't predict it's like that scene in doubt where he's talking about how to take back gossip they throw all those feathers from a pillow into the sky and you've got to go and collect all the feathers i haven't seen doubt so i I don't know what he's talking about but i think he's talking about Kristen. It's really sweet because it sounds like he really just, like, people were asking about it and he never really wanted to say anything negative about Kristen. Yeah. Because it would affect her. Yeah. So, by August 2014, we had the first reports about him dating FK Twigs. Mm. Real name, Talia Barnett. But, uh, apparently, this comes up later, apparently he calls her Twigs. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cute. Or at least called <laughs> yeah it's cute but also yeah. kind of weird kinda i mean she went by twigs for a really long time mm. and that's why her name is fk twigs because that was her nickname already it was her nickname but there was another artist out there already called twigs so that's why she changed it to formerly known as twigs mm. so yeah i've heard her say that it doesn't stand for formally known as. Oh, I thought it did. And she has said it's just random letters. But I feel like it, that wouldn't make any I sense. I think that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what? They're just random yeah, letters? I feel like that wouldn't make any sense. Formally known as. I remember like before she dated Rob reading that about, because it was just on Pitchfork or something, about the other artists being called Twigs. Okay. And so she yeah. had to like change it. Yeah. Whatever. Apparently, Rob did the ice bucket challenge, which I found very weird. I saw that, yeah. Kristen did it, too. <laughs> no, I can't picture that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't even do it. I was nominated. I didn't do I it. I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> it seems too mainstream for Rob. Yeah. <laughs> In September 2014, Maps of the Stars came out, which we just watched. Mm. Uh, six years late, there were a bunch of racist tweets against... FK Twigs. Yeah. Which we talked about in the Robson episode, I'm pretty sure. Why did we talk about that? Because I think we just talked about his, like, relationships after. Oh, yeah. A little bit. I think we talked about Christians too, right? Yeah, but, and I feel like it also, because a lot of the racist tweets came from people who really shipped Robson and couldn't let it go, and so they were, like, taking that out on FK Twigs. So I won't get too into it, because I feel like we talked about it, but it was Mm -hmm. horrible. Yeah. And those people should be ashamed of themselves. I feel like him and FK Twigs were really happy together. I mean, I don't know. I wasn't mm-hmm. part of it, but they always were really smiley in pictures together, and they dressed so hip. Yeah. I think I said this last time, but they're the most hip couple I've ever seen, and there are pictures of him grabbing her butt, which he did He did to Kristen, too. But her um, last album made it seem like they weren't that happy together. Well, yeah. I don't know how long happiness lasted. Mm-hmm. I would... Definitely seen the beginning, they looked really happy. I mean, every relationship starts out like that. Mm. Then, uh, oh, she said that the positivity that she gets from her relationship makes it worth it. 
it being the hate and everything, mm. which sounded really sweet. I guess he was a really positive, really positive for her career and stuff like that. Yeah. According to her back then in 2014. Uh, he bought a modest two-bed, two-bath in the Hollywood Hills, and it's really cute. I have pictures of it on here. It's kind of got that Spanish style to it, mm-hmm. which is, I don't know why I don't... It's interesting to picture Rob living in a house like that, but it looks it's really adorable, and yeah, it's not that big, so... That's cute. That's cool. And then there was also an article about him looking at... This was around the same time, so it's... I don't know why he was getting so much real estate, but <laughs> that he was looking at an apartment in Brooklyn in Vinegar Hill, but I don't know if he actually bought it. Yeah. But it looked cool. Okay, in November 2014, I don't know why, maybe you know why, but articles didn't seem to know why, he had a really wacky haircut. Like, the front looked normal, but the back was completely shaved, except for an, a little rectangle. I don't know why. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember it. I don't know why. Here. Was it for a so photo shoot or something? weird. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if he's just trying to be a weirdo. Was it for a movie? I don't think it was for a movie. I don't know. There's literally a rectangle I'm sure someone on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was so perplexed. Yeah. <laughs> it looked horrible. It was like why. a mushroom. That's so funny too that him, both him and Kristen, have had interesting haircuts and styles mm-hmm. since yeah. um, their Twilight. Twilight days. In 2015, he had the movies Queen of the Desert, which mm. stars also stars Nicole Kidman and James Franco. I never really heard anything about that movie. Yeah. And Life, which I talked about earlier. There were rumors in articles about Rob giving FK Twigs a promise ring. Mm. I don't know. That might not be real. <laughs> but it showed up in a lot of places. And... Now I have this interview. Gosh, I don't know what it's from. I just copy-pasted it into a Word document. I don't know. But (laughs) this is in 2015. Um, Oh, okay. This is about Maps of the Stars. This is Cronenberg, actually. So it really doesn't have anything to do with Rob. I was just telling Mel this. Because the movie's about Hollywood. And the person said, I'm sure you've had plenty of bizarre experiences in Hollywood that helped feed this through evisceration. And he said, I've taken meetings in Hollywood with studio execs that are beyond anything that's in this movie as far as absurdity or surreal black comedy, so I know that's all true. I don't think of it as satire. We think of it as a docudrama, Mm. which is interesting. But it's not really about Rob, so I'll skip this. April 2015, Rob and FKA Twix were engaged. Became engaged. Sweet. Mm -hmm. It's interesting the picture. Yeah, like, do you think he got down on one knee? I wonder. Like, Rob was going to get married. Yeah. Spoiler. He doesn't. He doesn't. Yeah. But you probably already know that. Well, maybe you don't. I I remember feeling, like, kind of indifferent about it, but also kind of sad because I still wanted him with Kristen. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of shocking. Whoa, Rob's going to marry someone else. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he still is probably going to get married to someone else someday. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think him and Kristen are going to get married. Do you think him and FK Twigs could get back together? I don't think so. No? I don't know. It seems unlikely the more mm-hmm. time goes on. Yeah. I don't know. 
Just move on. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Don't text your ex. (laughs) Uh, And then I guess he was at Coachella with, I'm just going to call her Twigs, with Twigs and was dancing really poorly to Drake. Oh, that's cute. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. He signed on to Good Time, July 2015. FK Twigs said she hadn't seen Twilight in a magazine. That's interesting. Isn't that crazy? But don't you think it would be hard for her to then see the movie when it's like him and his ex kissing and stuff? Oh, that would be torture. I would, I would not want to watch that. I'd be violently shaking and crying. Yeah. <laughs> especially <laughs> the first one because like the chemistry is so strong. I know. I don't think I could. And especially yeah. if she hadn't seen it then, I She's doubt she's seen it now. No. <laughs> How could you watch it after? But it's like, also, it's kind of sad she has to miss out on that, you know? <laughs> I know. I wonder if she's at least read the books. I know. <laughs> yeah, no Twilight in her life. That's yeah, sad. It's sad. <laughs> In September 2015, there were the first reports that they're no longer engaged, but I don't think that was true yet. I don't know. But he had a huge beard again. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) That's telling. I I don't know. So maybe things were not going well, but that definitely, I don't think that was true because then they were still together in Mm. November. They were in London, out and about. More ads for Dear Um... Not much really happened in 2016. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. He laid really low. Like I was doing the interesting. Thing, I was doing the thing where I looked at each month in mm-hmm. news, like I, yeah, like September to October, October to November, like doing everything. And there was really not much about Rob in 2016. Uh, he shot a short film for Dior, and The Lost City of Z came out. Mm, I've seen that. Yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't seen it. I should see it. Soko the cat. <laughs> said that she dated Rob back in the day when she dated Kristen Stewart too. So this is when she comes out and randomly brings that up for Wait, some when reason. did she date Rob? I don't know. I think... I don't know when. I think maybe before Twilight. So he has had short relationships. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if they dated, dated. Yeah, like just like it went on a few dates. Yeah. yeah. Rob and FK Twigs were at the Met Gala, looking really cool. Oh, yeah, mm. the Childhood of a Leader movie came out, whatever that is. Mm. Lost City of Z premiere. And at that premiere, he told People Magazine, I still feel like I'm 22, maybe even 14. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when asked directly about his wedding, the actor feigned confusion. Planning what now? Like, why did he react that way? I know that's his yeah. thing, that he's really private and stuff, but it was kind of odd But even on Howard Stern, when asked about his re- if he was engaged, he said, kind of. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. He acted really, uh, yeah, ambivalent. Reluctant. Reluctant. Yeah. As if he didn't really want to, but I'm guessing you're the one that proposed. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Who knows? Maybe, well, sometimes women propose, but... Maybe he was scared because of the reaction that FKA Twigs got all the hatred that like if he was open about it it would just fuel the fire even more yeah but that's no way to live really that's really sad it's too bad Mm -hmm. i wonder how she felt about it maybe she wanted him to not talk about it but i feel like i would want my fiance to be like yeah his relationships are so private it's really weird Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i can understand i feel like he was affected more by all of the than Kristen was. Yeah. 
Because Kristen loves to talk about her relationships. Now, yeah. yeah. Even her Flaunts it. past relationships. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting that way. Yeah. Then here in 2016, it was the first reports that the movie High Life was getting financing. So it was starting. And he was excited about that director. Things are, I feel, really going up for Rob mm-hmm. right now as for like the movie season are getting really good reviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. There were possibly weird vibes between him and Charlie Hunman, the guy in Lost City of Z. Oh, interesting. Maybe it's just rumors, but I saw a bunch of articles about them like not talking to each other. <laughs> like, I don't know. But... I can't even picture him like <laughs> being in a feud with someone. I know. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. Maybe it's total garbage, but... Yeah. Um, the Good Time trailer came out in 2017. I know this is, like, really <laughs> minuscule, <laughs> but people were really excited about it. They are like, oh my gosh, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. And at... Okay, he was interviewed by New York Times at Cannes, and he said... He's talking about franchises again, and he said, I think one of the best things, basically, about being a bit of a sellout is if you've done five movies in a series, you've had to accept some responsibility for playing the same character. He didn't sound regretful, just matter of fact. Working on the Twilight movies, he said, was an amazing luxury, and it was amazing luck as well to just have fallen into it with a group of people who I worked with. And he said, I didn't have to kiss anybody's rear end the entire time, he said. I don't think I did anyway. Mm. He says he's always... He said he's always terrible in every take. I can't say that anyone I've, I can't say that about anyone I've worked with. He says, I've never seen anyone give themselves such a hard time. I'm beating myself up afterward, and I think there's some weird perverted energy that comes out of when people criticize previous works. I think he represents this certain thing. It gives you this energy. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> it sounds like at this point, though, he's not really as uh, regretful about Twilight, or he's. Yeah. He doesn't look back on it too negatively. He's coming out of it. Yeah. He's coming out. And I feel like that's very common for people. Like, when they're in the height of something, they really want to put it behind them. But then yeah. once they're, <laughs> it is behind them, they don't really... They start to embrace it more. Everything's always better once you're further away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like Miley is now like, Hannah Montana. Yeah. But she used to be like, fuck that. <laughs> Hannah Montana. Remember? <laughs> yeah. So, I have large chunks of this GQ interview from September 2017. Mm-hmm. But I just thought it was really telling about Robert Pattinson's personality. Tell us. So, can I read it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, because I was really trying to figure out, like, who is Robert Pattinson? Mm-hmm. And it's all these things, like, oh, the High Life trailer came out. Like, that doesn't really yeah. tell anything. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we're doing the timeline of his life, too. So, he stares at the iced coffee he ordered. He used to drink a million cups a day, but lately, since he turned 31, he finds that it's making him crazy. Yeah, he says, if I have a little bit too much, I'll suddenly start think the trap door in the bottom of my life is falling. Wow. <laughs> That's how I feel when I drink coffee. <laughs> That's pretty deep. Plus, mm-hmm. too much coffee is like truth serum for him. Hey, what if we did truth serum? But he still loves coffee. So he's, so far, he's had maybe one and a half fingers of a regular-sized cup. 
I don't really get what they meant by that. Yeah. He puts his fist up to his heart. I already feel like I've had speedball. He lets out kind of cackling laugh after he says this. <laughs> head back, laughing upward. <laughs> but it comes out almost like a moon howl. He laughs like this after almost everything he says, which is an intense way to communicate. <laughs> when he talks, he tugs on the chest hair near his clavicle so that the bits of skin attached to each follicle pull up and form a miniature mountain range. We sit perpendicular to each other, and he keeps on his helmet laying sunglasses sometimes he looks at me but mostly he looks at his scramble and his dog solo whom he brought along he shares the dog with his romantic partner the experimental british musician fk twigs and who has a mohawk you could watch the rover a brutal australian made post-apocalyptic heist revenge tale without realizing until the credits roll that you've been watching rob pattinson the whole time yeah he asks happily when i say this to him <laughs> he loves that hearing that is the best thing he could hear <laughs> what he is trying to say is no offense i'm jumping around by the way yeah. i'm skipping things what he's trying to say is no offense to me personally of course he would rather not be here. It's technically part of my job, but I've never been very good at it, he says, in any way. I've never, begin I've never been that concerned if someone sees the movie, which he knows you're not supposed to say aloud and maybe doesn't entirely mean, but there you go. His eyes briefly shift towards Moose's suspicion. He's sure this is what I'm after, something incendiary, maybe even something about his ex-girlfriend or something about Twigs. He only accidentally lets me know that he calls her that Twigs twice, once in relation to who named the dog they both own and also in relation to the ugliness they both experienced when their relationship became public and people on Twitter spewed racist garbage about her. In fact, Pattinson tells me he went to therapy a few years ago during a low time and the therapist often remarked how good he was at talking without saying anything. Mm. I highlighted that and made it like size 32 font. Talking without <laughs> saying anything. Because he does that a lot. Yeah. And it's interesting that he would do that even in therapy. It's interesting that he went to therapy. I know. I, I mean, I feel like therapy is so good. Everyone should go. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah. But it does kind of also line up with us saying, like, this seems like it was a dark time in his yeah. life. And if that was it a few years been. ago, it must have been around yeah. that time. It's kind of sad. There must be something really going on if he's even in therapy, like, babbling on and not saying anything of truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Him not wanting to open up to people. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like such a goofy guy, but it does seem like he has some demons. I think so. And some pain. So it continues, and it says, Now he applies this skill whenever he's forced to hang out with people like me. If I could stay silent, he says, I would. I try again for even one iota of intimate conversation, but he just asks, This really reminds me of Ryder, your friend. <laughs> he reminds me so much. Of, guys, Rob reminds me so much of my friend Ryder. Ryder, if you're listening, this is such a compliment. <laughs> but he just asks me why he would ever try. So I think he... So I think back in all the interviews I've done, and I tell him very honestly that I think it's because people want to be heard. Um, he said, why would I even try to have an intimate conversation, mm. basically? <laughs> um, most of us, even the most famous of us, sometimes especially the most famous of us, want to be understood. I don't, he says. I want to be misunderstood. People are always changing, and the more you put something down in print, People form opinions, and they're constantly creating who they think you are. If you do something that contradicts that, or if you do something which goes out of that box, then you can look like a liar or something like that. And I totally get that. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are always changing. I do... All people, I think, are full of contradictions, so it can get... Like, once something's in print or whatever, yeah, seeming like a hypocrite mm -hmm. or... 
Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he ever... I mean, I know he was on Howard Stern, which is, like, famous for people, like, really opening up. And he does seem pretty authentic in that interview um, to an extent. But I feel like he never gives an interview where he just, like, bears his soul. Yeah. But Kristen, it seems way more likely to... And I don't mean to keep comparing it, Kristen versus Rob. They're two separate people. But it's interesting to see, like how similar they were at once and then the trajectory of their life and career and like the differences and similarities between them i don't think he's being inauthentic he's just he's being closed off not showing anything yeah yeah like he's just joking i don't think i think he's a really private guy yeah Mm -hmm. and yeah probably just doesn't want to be held to anything he says Mm -hmm. Hmm. so it continues. Not this, but his life. Uh, October 11th, there were reports of him and FK Twigs have split. Sad. Yeah. Good time comes out. Later he's seen leaving Chateau Marmont with a blonde girl. Who knows? Maybe a friend. I don't know who that was. Then he's filming the movie Damsel, which is an old west comedy with Mia Wasikowska. Did I say that correctly? You know yeah. that girl? She was in... Uh, Maps of the Stars. And so they're working again together. There are pictures of him running around shirtless, quote, ripped now, <laughs> as people said in the articles. <laughs> and it was weird to see. Yeah. You don't usually see Rob jogging shirtless. Like, I don't know. It's <laughs> odd. Then spring 2018, he was living in Nova Scotia to film The Lighthouse. End of July 2018, these are the first reports he's dating Suki Waterhouse, and Mm. there's pictures of them on the street, like, laughing and whatever. Okay, so now, FK Twigs is dating Shia LaBeouf, Mm -hmm. which I think is crazy, because he dated Mia Wasikowska. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah. And he also dated Mia Goth, who was in High Life with Rob. Interesting. And... Later, Rob works with those two women again, and it seems like these two Mias are becoming his, like, creative partners. Yeah. Almost, like, they keep working together. Yeah. I don't know why, but there's such a triangle thing going on mm-hmm. here. That is so interesting. Everybody's so connected. Is there any mm-hmm. way to connect those people to Kristen, too? Well, Kristen recently just did an actor-on-actor actor thing with Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Is that weird? Yeah. <laughs> like, they all know each other. It's almost like high school. I also think that I might be wrong, but Suki Waterhouse is friends with Stella Maxwell. It's literally like high school in a yeah. small town. <laughs> <laughs> they just all date each other. Yeah, that is so weird. So, Lighthouse raps filming. He's out with Suki a lot, laughing and stuff. He's cast in The Devil All the Time. That's the movie with both the Mias. Mia mm-hmm. Goth and Mia Wasikowski or whatever that's his group he was kind of made fun of but i think he actually looked cool wearing this jedi like outfit at paris fashion Mm, week yeah january 2019 may 2019 he lands the batman role everyone freaks the fuck out yeah (laughs) and i'm gonna try to find it but you remember that really funny video of this guy jumping into a pool and he's like rob Pattinson is batman Woo! and he jumps in the pool no i don't remember that (laughs) just some random guy Let's go, baby. Robert Pattinson confirmed for Batman. I'm Batman. Ah! Ah! 
was really happy about it. But mm-hmm. most people were upset about it. Yeah, a lot of people are upset about it. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people like don't Sparkly. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like people, oh, Barb Pants and Sparkles. Yeah, people like don't know that he's had a whole career since Twilight. I know. But then there were a lot of think piece, think piece. They were like, why Rob Pants? I just wrote a think piece. Or I just read a think yeah. piece. Why Rob Pattinson will be a great Batman. Yeah. Like, why Rob Pattinson? <laughs> Proves that he will be <laughs> the best Batman ever. I know. I was like, Don't write Robert Pattinson off yet. Yeah. Comparing every Batman. Forgive Robert Pattinson <laughs> for his Twilight sins. <laughs> Ten times Robert Pattinson was actually great. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. October 2019, The Lighthouse came out. We're getting really close to present day now. Yeah. Catching up. Mel and I saw The Lighthouse. Yes. The King comes out with Timothy Chalamet. Mal and I also watched that. Yeah. We're part of this now. We're real fans. He did that Jennifer Lopez actors on actors thing. Mm -hmm. And he just mentions Twilight. He said, I mean, it's a weird story, Twilight. It's strange how people responded. I guess the books, they're very romantic, but at the same time, it's not like the notebook romantic. Twilight is about a guy who finds one girl he wants to be with and also wants to eat her. Well, not (laughs) eat, drink her blood or whatever. I thought it was a strange story. But I don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, I agree with him. That's what I love about Twilight, though. Well, I feel like he said in other interviews, I think in the, you know, those, like, W magazine things Mm -hmm, where they, mm -hmm. like, just talk to the camera. He says, like, Twilight's a really strange story, but people don't realize that because it became so big. Yeah. But it seems like he's attracted to really strange stories. Yeah. I know. I think he's into it now. I think when he signed on for the first movie, I think he recognized that and thought it was cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, but when it became odd. a franchise, yeah. it really killed it for him. Yeah. The Batman suit was revealed. According to science, most handsome man in the world. The I'm your man Dior home mm, video came out. We watched that 500 we times. And now I'm just like recalling the past few months. Uh, he's going to be in the movie Tenet, Christopher Nolan movie. He told the LA Times. Here's just another quote. Oh, this is the end of act. Actually, I have just three quotes from him to the LA Times, which I just thought spoke to his personality. And I never want to do something for an audience, ever. I think it's literally disgusting. He bursts out laughing at the force of his disdain. It's just so disrespectful to people. I made this for you. He continues on a roll. You don't know me. How can you know what I want? And it's also indoctrinates the audience into thinking that they somehow are special because someone said, I made it for you. They didn't make it for you. They made it for money. Mm. Everyone should be making things for themselves. If no one likes it, you just have to do it more and and put it out more places. And eventually someone will like it. It has to work eventually thought that was interesting yeah that is interesting i like that i've always agreed with that i don't know i feel like you can tell when people are making things to please other people yeah. i always loved fave singer lana del rey always said that she makes music just that For she herself. likes yeah and f what people think and i think things come out the best when you do that yeah so that's what i feel like stephanie meyer did i mean it's a mm-hmm. crazy story but i don't think she wrote it like for or anybody else anyone. But I think that's also her um, demise with, like, not publishing Midnight Sun and stuff like that is because she's too oh, yeah, maybe yeah. caught up in what people think. She should publish that. Yeah. No, I mean, that actually is kind of true to it because if she would publish Midnight Sun just because people want it, like, for the fans. True, that is true. But she doesn't really care about that. Yeah, that's true. It's, 
against her moral code or whatever for some reason. Mm. I don't know. But don't you think that she, that's why she wrote Life and Death? It's like... Not really, because no one asked for that. No, but I feel like she did it to combat, like, the criticism of, like, gender norms and I stuff. I guess so, yeah. That's true. In the series. You think Bella's weak? I'll make her a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so present day, we have Rob, you know, he's... Is he still well. dating Suki Waterhouse? I think so. Do you think they're quarantined together? I have no idea. It is interesting. Maybe. His relationships are so private. I feel like he's been asked about her like a few times in interviews and will say like, do I have to talk about it? And then like goes on with his spiel about how he doesn't talk about relationships. <laughs> she never has posted anything with Rob. I know. Ever. That's like, crazy. It's so weird. It is and she weird. posts a lot. She posts like a lot online. I would... Uh, if I was dating Robert Pattinson, how would I not post a picture of him? I know. Like, ever. In bed. Do you think he has said, like, don't post pictures of me? Probably. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Yeah. I mean... Who I is he doing get... it for? Is he trying to protect her or himself? I don't know. Maybe both. It's sad. It's know. like he's scarred. Mm-hmm. Scarred for life. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I know Kristen has, like, a private secret... Mm-hmm. Instagram. I wonder if he does or just not at all. Yeah. From, I mean, we've know. never heard of it, so. Yeah. I don't know. Robert Pattinson. And Kristen isn't hers, like, so many people know about it at this point. She should really change the username and change the picture. <laughs> yeah, she should. <laughs> oh, now people are going to ask us what it is. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. We just know that you should change the name. Don't even bother asking us because she's not going to let you follow her and uh so it won't lead to anything (laughs) yeah it's just and we don't follow her either so it's not like it's gonna make a difference (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's funny Hmm. (laughs) any any lasting thoughts about I just want to clarify. I don't think my research made him made me like him less. I just feel somewhat like guilty, even like obsessing over him, because it seems like that's like not really what he wants in a way. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's how we felt with the Robston episode too. Yeah, but at the same time, it, like, so he comes off really goofy and silly, and I feel like he is like that's so much of his yeah. personality. But like I said, like it seems like he is kind of a sad character in a way, and I never really thought about that before. A lot of people are like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he is tortured. Mm-hmm. But I don't... I feel like he's not really vulnerable at all. I don't think he'd mm. ever really open up to people about it. We don't know how he acts yeah. in his personal <laughs> life, though. Like, maybe he does in his personal life. But he does seem closed off. Yeah. No, I'm just comparing him to Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Ryder isn't Robert Pattinson. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder what his personality type is. Hmm. doesn't seem like well i mean at the same time like i feel like that's the things that we've heard from people who have met rob is that he's very aloof yeah not very engaged yeah hmm so it's interesting though because he's not the type of person i don't think that walks in a room and is like hey and he's mm-hmm. like cracking jokes and whatever yeah 
So, I don't know. But then it is interesting that he's throwing these big lavish parties. Like, <laughs> I think last year he had a big, like, 34th birthday party, which is weird. Like, yeah, why he was always he always has big parties. Yeah, for himself. <laughs> <laughs> or do you think, like, Suki Waterhouse is throwing the party, or do you think he's just throwing it himself? I don't know. I wish I could ask him. I don't think she lives in Los Angeles. I find it odd that Rob... I don't know what Rob really thinks about LA. He seems to not really like it, but also love it at the same time. Mm. I don't know. Apparently, that is why he doesn't have his dogs from his relationship with Kristen anymore. Is because he doesn't live in LA as often. Mm. Is what people think. Mm -hmm. Is that's why Kristen got those dogs. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder how, what happened with him and FK Twig's dogs. Dude, mm. why do you keep getting dogs with your girlfriend? I know. Maybe Don't get a dog unless you're married. Yeah. <laughs> or just have your it's own so dog. Sad. I feel like when you share a dog with someone, you really can't like split custody. Mm -mm. What's with these? Like, is it just because they're celebrities? Why does he keep living with his girlfriends too? Mm. I mean, I know a lot of people do that, but it seems like he lives with people right away. Yeah, well, he lived Kinda. with that Nina girl. Mm-hmm. Very serious relationship. I think they might still be friends to this day. Whoa. What if he got back sure. with her? Oh my god, that would be kind of cute, actually. Like, his first it would love. Be. would be. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder what will happen. I don't know if him and Suki Waterhouse are living together. Mm -hmm. A lot of people thought that that relationship was a rebound at first and wasn't going to really last, but it's like, mm -hmm. stood the test of time. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. I think they seem like the perfect couple, to be honest. They both seem like they have very similar personalities. She seems mm -hmm. very silly online. She's also yeah. very beautiful. And <laughs> she's also, like, into music. Yeah. Um, but also acts and models, mm -hmm. just like him. I wonder what went wrong with FK Twigs. I mean, I don't know. People were saying that they were distant or whatever, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like it seems like based off her album, there was a lot of negativity in the relationship, and some of it mm -hmm. was like from the exterior factors of mm -hmm. all the hate she received. Hmm. That's horrible. Like in the song Cellophane, which seems like it's really about him, like she says, they're waiting to see if I'm not enough. They're waiting and they're hating to see if I'm not enough. And it <laughs> seems like he kind of like just like let her. What was let he her go. To do, though? No, like let her go. Like he, oh. he wasn't emotionally present. It seems. I don't get if you didn't have social media though, and you weren't really googling yourself. Like, mm -hmm. how would you even? How much would that permeate your real life? Yeah, I don't get it. Rob's real life or both of them? Yeah. Well, she does have social media. FK Twigs. I would just quit if I was her. I know musicians mm. often kind of need, need it to it, like share. Maybe, yeah, know, but. I mean, you could turn comments off. I don't know. I do think social media makes it way crazier. I mean, I was just saying mm. this to you, like, two days ago, that, like, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, a celebrity would never have to deal with that. Like, listen to people every day or, yeah. like, see people's reactions or, like, get tons of messages. Mm -hmm. You would just live your life and... Yeah, you do your press things. Maybe you had like a fan mail box or something, but it was, that's it. Yeah. It wasn't actually hearing from a mob of people. Mm-hmm. So it's just not natural. But don't you think, I feel like Rob may have said it before, is 
even if it's not, if you're ignoring it, just knowing that it's still there is hard to ignore completely. How would they know? Were people just telling them? Yeah, people just telling them, or if you, like, see it every now and then, or, like, I'm sure, like, sometimes there's moments where you just, like, Google things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, people are only human. How can you help it? Mm-hmm. It sucks that would affect their relationship that much. Well, who knows if that was really the reason. Mm-hmm. But her album, I'm trying to think of, like, lyrics that she had that seemed like they were very obviously. Like, she has said it was about the end of her relationship, and I'm mm-hmm. assuming it was Rob. How do we know she isn't playing that up? Mm, She doesn't seem like someone who would. I guess. I don't really know what she's like. (sighs) It seems like... Well, I feel like she moved out of his house, apparently, but it seems like he was the heartbreaker in that situation. Mm. Yeah. He didn't seem, I think in the beginning they seemed really happy, but just the way he would talk about being engaged, it was so odd. Mm. He didn't seem into it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Maybe he rushed into it a little bit. All of his girlfriends are, have been so cool though. I feel like there's they not cool. one that I think like is not good enough for him. I mean, who yeah. would I be to say, but like, I feel like he <laughs> yeah, would be lucky to be with any of them. They're really hip. Cool. <laughs> I approve. He's good taste. He does. <laughs> Rob. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's Robert Pattinson, his life, his career. Oh. I hope you guys like this episode. Um, what an interesting guy. We just tried to phone him again. I. It's still busy, so he's probably still going on and yeah. on. Um, well, you know, he hates press. He so. hates press, yeah. Well, he's the one who wanted to be on the show. We were like, <laughs> I don't know, like, we might do something else, but he was insistent. So, I guess that's, he is, like, changing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's um, hard to figure out. And he is, like, coming around to Twilight. He really loves it now. Or at least if he doesn't love it, he loves our podcast, so... <laughs> different entity i guess yeah and wanted to say two things first we received some amazing new moon stickers from our listener Brittany. thank you so much i don't know what i'm gonna do with them yet with mine we split them yeah and she gave us other stickers too which was really cool so sweet and then okay we received in the mail a twilight board game Mm -hmm. and we did not know who it was from (laughs) It was so mysterious. Such a sweet surprise. But we do now know who it was from. Yeah, it's from our friend Mary, mm-hmm. um, friend of the podcast. It was so sweet. We had a one night the other night. We um, played it. We played it, and it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. It probably would be more fun with a big group of people, because some of them were like, the player to your left, the player yeah, to your right. Yeah, us too. <laughs> we also know each other a little bit too well for some of the questions, yeah. but it was really fun. It was. Kelly won. <laughs> uh-huh. I was winning for most of the game, but I uh, got stuck on. I got the stuck fight scene, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and then I had to roll a certain number, and I kept not rolling it. <laughs> I got a trivia question wrong too, even though the trivia was pretty easy. Yeah, well, the way it was worded was a little confusing. Yeah, yeah. Another thing is we had the opportunity to wish our listener Morgan a very happy birthday last week, her birthday. We called her and we had a really fun conversation. We played a fun game. We had a 
few technical difficulties, so we hope the audio sounds okay. But we thought we would share it with you guys. Yeah, so this is us calling Morgan, and here it is. Hi, Morgan. Hey. Hi. I'm sorry for this mess. No, we're sorry. It's Kelly, by the way. Yeah, and Melissa. <laughs> Hey guys. Hi. No, don't be sorry. This happens all the time. We always have technical difficulties. <laughs> oh, I just. Oh screamed. my gosh. I was like, oh, I'm so nervous. I was like, I am fumbling something. Oh no, I'm really nervous right now. So. <laughs> I don't know. I get nervous talking to people. <laughs> Actually, I get nervous just recording with Mel. Yeah, me too. We always, I don't know if you've realized, we usually drink in our episodes. <laughs> yeah, we have to loosen up. Oh yeah. my gosh, I, I can imagine. Yeah, it's once we hit record, kind of freeze, but then it gets better. Yeah. But anyway, happy early birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. So your birthday is this weekend? Yes, this Sunday. Yeah. Wow. So I imagine this is a tough time to have a birthday. Quarantine birthday. Yeah. 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 I hope you can have an awesome day anyway, somehow. Oh, thanks. I I mean, this kind of just makes up for it completely. No way. (laughs) No way. Happy birthday. Oh, I know. I, I never you know. Chat about something awesome. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Oh, that was my cat. Well, I'm sorry we can't do a video chat, um, but didn't want to. I don't know how long it would take to figure that out. Yeah. But yeah, I guess we're just going to ask some questions, right? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to our show, first of all. Um, and thank you for the script. Oh, yeah. my God. Do you guys find anything fun in there? Um, we, well, actually, we are planning on, like, reading it. We haven't done it yet, but just, like, sitting down and reading the whole thing through. And reacting but, but it. But, yeah, I feel like some parts were a little different than the final movie. I can't remember anymore, but I was like, huh, that's not the line. Yeah. Do you, oh, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I know. I feel like we could do an episode on it. Do you have a copy <laughs> of it? Do your... a breakdown. Of yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> I was just reading. Yeah. Thank you so much. It's right. It's right here on our coffee table. It's like on display. Oh, no, of course. You guys kept going like, I wish I knew what was in the script. And I was like, all right. Okay. <laughs> do you have a copy of it yourself? I don't. What? I was just on. Um, I was on. Online, I found it, and I was like, all right, let me just give them this. Oh. So tell me if anything's different. I'm already looking at typos between versions of my own books. Oh, really? Yeah. So, okay, actually, they're my husband's books. Oh, my gosh. He's a secret huge fan. I love um, it. He has awesome. a little set, and then the one with the with all the original covers, and then the one with, like, the movie cover on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I popped open the movie uh, cover one, and I found a typo in it. And I was, like, looking through the other book. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, really? Oh, my gosh. You would think that that one would have less typos since it's <laughs> a newer version of it. 
Yeah. Yeah, if you, if you had the time to flush it out. That's interesting. <laughs> I've definitely seen a typo before, but I can't remember what it was anymore. I don't know if I have. I mean, every single book, no matter what it is, is probably going to have yeah. a typo. <laughs> That's true. So we wanted to ask you, this is just so cute. when did you get into Twilight? Um, actually, yeah. I missed the whole boat. I was a total hater. Oh, really? Was, like, in the perfect time of, like, when the age and everybody who's supposed to be into it, mm-hmm. I got on the kind of, like, hate train for no reason, and I regret it. I still, my husband told me to watch the movies and then read the books, like, two-ish years ago. Wow. And I finished it, and I was like, oh, my God, who I got nobody talking about <laughs> now done with it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was your husband? I feel like you have, yes. to, I feel like, am I wrong? I feel like you've told us this before, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I think I've messaged you guys about it, because it was, reading the books as an adult without having that teenage experience, it mm-hmm. just feels a little different. Oh, yeah. But, but he was a secret fan, I was like, we watched the movie, and I was like, you know, this is good, I kind of want to, like, it's pretty good, he's like, you should read the books, and I was like, oh, yeah, we got to buy those, he's like, Oh, you don't need to buy them. <laughs> and he, like, pulled them out of, like, a Oh, staff. my god! Like, where, where were you holding these? Oh, my God. That's so funny. That is so cute. Yeah, your husband seems... He seems like the nicest guy ever. Yeah. He is so nice. He's Aww. so funny, too. It's, and even better is when we met, I didn't know anything about Twilight. He wore... <laughs> gray peacoat and I didn't connect it until oh my the God. second time watching the movie and I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh <laughs> my gosh. How did he get into it? Uh, he had a, I think his uh, grandmother bought him a book because she was oh. like, oh, I, I know you like fantasy novels and bought him. And he was like, these are for girls. But I'll read them. <laughs> <laughs> so these sweet. are for girls. But I'll read them. You know, that's, I mean, we do have not a ton, but we have some male listeners. Yeah. More than we expected. And, like, several guys who we speak to, I feel yeah. like, on the regular. And guys love Twilight. Yeah. And <laughs> I have mad props for anyone who's open about it. Me too. Whoa. Yeah. What? Especially, I feel like it's a little easier nowadays to be open about it. Do you and your husband have any differing opinions about the series? That you disagree on? Oh, uh, we we definitely do, and I'm trying to think of because I will just read a theory and then we'll have a discussion for like an hour about it. Or mm-hmm. sometimes I'll be like on my phone because I can't sleep, and I'll wake him up. I'm like, Oh my god! Wait, what do you think? And he's like, You gotta stop. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, cute. I think what the big one is. Hmm. I think probably the fight scene thing, I was like, eh, I didn't really like The Last of the Break Down. He's like, but the action, it's so mm. good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We agree on most things. I feel like that that is a pretty divisive film. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Definitely super divisive. <laughs> what do you, wait, what do you think about Breaking Dawn? I'm, uh, I'm not the biggest fan. Yeah. I'm going to be honest of it. It was hard to get through for me. Yeah. I was like, the first two were so good. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And it was just a weird storyline. There are way too many vampires with superpowers <laughs> yeah. and things. I was like, this is too much. <laughs> I feel you. Dial it back. Mel and I kind of disagree about that because I don't mind all the vampires. Yeah. But you hate it. I hate yeah. all the extra vampires. <laughs> it's just like, it's so far from the story. I don't, I can't invest in them. Are you even a twin? It seems like it's a rush. They could do a bunch of spinoffs where like Carlisle and them are all like visiting each clan. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. But them all jam-packed. Like, we stuck all of them in the house together. We're going to see what happens. Yeah, it's, like, Real honestly, world. it's, like, claustrophobic almost. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're also, it's, like, not a ton of vampires and, like, we see them doing things. We just see them standing around. Yeah. It's, like, a, like in one room. Yeah. <laughs> True. Do you think it's hard for Jasper, then? Like, with all of them in the room, he's just feeling all of their thirst and, like nervous energy that's such a good point probably how does jasper not have like a mental breakdown but yeah because i guess when he's in high school (laughs) he would feel that too (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) or is he really good at controlling his own emotions as well (laughs) he's gotta be good question but i feel like we do see him lose control lose control and feel remorse (laughs) and agitated yeah. So if he was good at controlling his emotions, why would he ever feel that way? I don't know. I mean, if you're around a bunch of teenagers all day, yeah, being able to control your emotions most of the time, I feel like it's a, a good accomplishment. Yeah. True. That's true. It's so much angst. He's like, I got Edward, and then I got the whole school. I know. <laughs> and Rosalie. Yeah. I'm sure she's Can not any easy. Can calm down? <laughs> I need to calm down. It's a little overwhelming. Yeah. Are you into, <laughs> we wanted to ask you, are you into fan fiction at all? I'm not. I want to read more. Just It's part of like the catching up thing. I feel like that's mm. something I missed out on 10 years ago. It was probably so much fanfic and theories. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's... But I get a little... Uh, it was like, I'm like, why does it have to be super sexual? <laughs> yeah. On the other side. Just dash it in there. Pepper it in. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's weird because on the one hand, I'm like, oh, it's too sexual. But I feel like I'm also like, well, I'm reading this for it to be a little bit sexual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to be PG, but. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they, I'm sure someone has done this. I feel like they could write that they have sex, but it doesn't have to be so graphic. You know? No, I think there should be one or two graphic scenes. Mm-hmm. I just think that it shouldn't be <laughs> every single chapter. <laughs> Justice. I think it would be really exciting if you, if you still had that, but more rarely Yeah, in a story. Mal, you should write it. No, I don't think so. <laughs> what if Stephanie, what if, like, in one of the books, all of a sudden, it just got, like, <laughs> super graphic? <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> or, like, she, if she came out with a new one and you're reading it and then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> she just goes rogue on us. <laughs> Maybe. Enough is enough. Yeah. I give the people what they want. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I'll write it before anybody else does. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That'd be a shocker. Do you think she has it in her? I'm sure she's thought about it. Right? Mm. What do you think? <laughs> Would Stephanie ever write a sex scene? <laughs> she probably has a couple drafted, but <laughs> yeah. reads her draft, she's probably like... Oh my god, that's so true. That <laughs> well, as we said in our last episode, like... Everyone, like, has a different side to them. I'm sure Stephanie and Poncho talk about stuff like that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't say that. (laughs) It was just funny where the conversation went. (laughs) Yeah. Stephanie and Poncho. Yeah. Hmm. What do you you think you like about the series? That's a great question. Like, hey, old woman, you got into this. Why? Uh, <laughs> no. It's so easy to fall into like you're just in the atmosphere. She yeah. writes it so costly. Yeah. And everybody says it's a bad thing. They're like, well, it's so ba- those are basic. Everybody can picture themselves as her, but it's like I kind of like that. I want to be in Fort. I want to be on a mystical adventure. I feel that. Yeah. yeah, it is really atmospheric. Yeah. I know. I think that's what I like is that, like, I feel as though experiences in my life can feel like I'm in the story sometimes, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, when yeah. it's a rainy yeah, day, it captures the vibes that I feel when I have yeah. watched the movie or read the book. Yeah. Even sometimes I'm, like, driving down the highway and there's trees on the side and I just, this sounds so corny, but I just, like, imagine the Collins are, like, running in the woods. That is corny. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Um, Well, we wanted to play a game with you and we've never played any games before. So we don't know if this is going to work. Yeah, um, Morgan, are you down? <laughs> it be worse than me trying to figure out Skype. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so sorry about that. You're going to be... No, it's all me. You guys are good. No, 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 no. I know. We have the technical difficulties all the time. Yep. It's kind of the yep. name of the game. Yep. We're amateurs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... So, what's the game? So, this is just a random idea I came up with. (laughs) I don't know if it's going to work, but basically, the game is one person says a very basic word. So, the word could be, like, good, for instance. Okay. And the other people have to come up with a quote in Twilight that uses (laughs) that word. (laughs) And it can't, it's like a word, it's a commonplace word, and there could be obviously multiple quotes that use it, but it has to be just like a common word that could be in anything. Yeah. So good, like what would be an example of good? Uh, I can't even think of one. Jacob going, I'm not good. Yes, perfect! (laughs) That's so good! I thought of one. What? What? Um... Wait, now I can't remember. Okay, it's it's just Edward saying good. Oh wait. It's when Jasper says in Eclipse, this will work, and Edward goes, Good. good. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. 
perfect. Yeah, you, you guys are good at this. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, um, so we'll do it like one person says a word and the other two... The other two guess. And so Kelly and I came up with words, um, but if you want to be the person that comes up with the word too, we can just switch off. Yeah. If you think of anything. Yeah. Sorry, it's like... <laughs> Sort of a lot of pressure. Putting you on the spot, but I'll go first if you guys are down. Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay. This might be kind of an easy one. Technically. Do you want to go first? No, I don't have anything. You go. So you you guys, you have to beat each other. Whoever gets the quote Uh, first. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um... Technically, I'm not breaking any uh, tr- any part of the treaty. Oh, oh, good. I didn't even. That's not even the one I had in mind. I don't have anything. What okay. What do you have in mind? Oh shoot. Edward doesn't live in town. Technically. Oh. <laughs> oh man, I suck. No, good. Okay. One nice. point for Morgan. Should I Should I say a word or are yeah. you or are you doing? No, you can go, you can go. (laughs) We're just, like, (laughs) figuring this out. Okay. The word is... Now I'm not even positive if this is a quote. (laughs) Let's see if you can come up with anything, because I'm not sure if it's a quote. Party. Party. Um, Another party, Alice? Oh, Is that a quote? I think think so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Yeah. 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 I can't think of another one. What did you have in mind, Kelly? Maybe that was it. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I, feel like I can picture Alice saying party. Oh, I have another party. one. I have oh. another one. But we're going to a party later. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eclipse. <laughs> Does Alice or ever a say? a council meeting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have dressed... Better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, mm. All right. Morgan, do you want to go or do you want me to take another one? <laughs> I know we didn't give you any time to prepare any words. Um, this one's going to be super easy, but truck. Truck. Oh, checking out your truck? <laughs> what or, What no, is that? No, sorry, sorry. He says, uh, no, she, oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm getting it so wrong. Bella says, hey, you coming to look at your truck? And Jacob says, oh, yeah, I got that den out. Oh, got that den out. Yeah. Um, All right, two points for me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, are we doing just movie? Um, You can do book if you <laughs> are confident. <laughs> I'm not. I feel, okay. like she, I feel like she definitely says to Edward, though, like, hey, don't. Oh, salt the truck. Is she says it in New Moon. Yeah, she oh. says to Emmett, don't hate the truck. She says that? Yeah. Wasn't it like, show some respect, my truck's your car's grandfather. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's in the book. Yeah. <laughs> Man, even though I've seen the movies like a million times, I obviously don't have it memorized. <laughs> well, it's hard. <laughs> I used to definitely have Twilight memories. I might still, but the it's... other ones... Hard because you're taking just a simple word that is not the most memorable word of the sentence. That's true. That's true. Okay, I have Good another one. one. I don't. No, this will be hard. Okay. Anymore. Oh my god. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Anymore. It's, I knew this one was going to be hard. Because we're on, like, when we won't be bothering you anymore. I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not even the one Good. I had in mind. Yep. <laughs> I think so. The one I had, Kelly, do you want any? I am so bad at this. I got nothing. I'm, now I'm doubting if this is the real sentence, but <laughs> I think Charlie says, you're not in Phoenix anymore, Belle. Oh, yeah, he says that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely says that. Good oh, one. Yeah. I'm sure there's other instances, too. All right, Kelly, you have zero points right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> zero? <laughs> yeah. It's 2-2 two, two, nothing. Okay. I have a word. All right. House. House. God. Can we repeat the word? House. Help. Oh, okay. oh no. Oh, house. house. Like. Help. Okay. No. <laughs> well, we could do <laughs> help. Um, H-O-U-S-E. House. I feel like this should be easy. Um, we've never seen your house, which mm-hmm. is what Jessica says in Eclipse. Yeah. <laughs> is that what you had in mind? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if there's another one. Does Bella say like your house is so light and open, or did she not say house in that whole scene? That's the scene I was kind of thinking of, but yeah. I was trying to figure it out. I don't think they actually say house yeah i don't think so i think she's just like wow it's so light yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's funny yeah house is not said in that whole scene yeah Hmm. i'm pretty sure i mean we have the script right there (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that's true (laughs) that's true (laughs) all right i'm actually dominating at this oh my god (laughs) morgan can you think of a word no pressure no pressure. Ooh. Um, cabinet. <gasps> cabinet. Is this, is it definitely used in the series? I know it's at least in the books. Oh, oh God. God. I don't know That's if I can think thing. of anything. Oh, my. Cabinet. Oh, my. Mm. <laughs> I don't think I can think of anything. Cabinet. Is it an eclipse? I think it's in the first book. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but there might be a cabinet line in the book. I don't no, remember. I don't think there is. Um, <laughs> is it cabinet as in like a cabinet in a kitchen? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cabinet in the government. <laughs> um, dang. I feel like I can picture the scene. I think I give up. Oh, I'm sorry, I made that hard. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's good, it's good, it's good. I yeah. give up too. I mean, we, we had preparation. Describing the cabinets, and she's like, uh, when Renee had painted them yellow to try to bring <gasps> some light into it. Yes. Aww. Yes. That's good. That is a really good one. Oh my God. I was just imagine Charlie living with bright yellow cabinets forever. That's cute. I should have thought of that. <laughs> All right. If oh, if no one gets it, then you get a point. I think. Oh, that's good. I'm making the rules up. But oh go, my gosh, but... I'm doing so, so bad. It's three, 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 nothing. You have zero <laughs> points. But let's see if you can get this one. Um. Okay. The word is wrong. 
this is wrong. Is that a quote? <laughs> yeah, it's from uh, when uh, Edward after the Port Angeles thing, and they're kind of revealing feeling. Oh. He, just, he just goes, this is wrong. And she starts crying oh in the car. God. Yeah, good. You're good. All right. Morgan, you're, wow. you're in the lead with four points right now. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, you got to catch up, but it's now, now it's your turn. So let's see if... Was that the quote you were thinking of? Oh, no. I was thinking of, um, I tell you that I can re- read minds and you think there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Or when Bella oh. says, is there something wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I... Th- I- <laughs> I thought of Jacob saying, I'm exactly right for you, Bella. <laughs> Wrong direction. Yeah. <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> uh, okay, this is a super easy word. Okay. Well, so whoever gets it first, I guess. This won't help you, but mm, that's true. <laughs> I guess I should think of a harder one. <laughs> I, that was not part of my strategy. I, I didn't even know I should do that. I know. Wait, let me think of something else then. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. The thing is, I, Morgan, I feel like you're better. You're better than us. Like seriously, yeah. You should be hosting this podcast. <laughs> I know. Because I don't really have well, any. So I'm fresh to this. Everything's fresh <laughs> in my mind. Yeah, I'm living it. it's in your dna (laughs) i know we realize like with hosting because people in our real life think that like we're the biggest twilight fans and obviously we are huge fans like because we have a podcast about it but when we in doing the podcast we obviously interact with people who are huge huge fans and it makes us feel like we are not as qualified as other people (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's hogwash (laughs) <laughs> i do feel like, like mega fans <laughs> we are but yeah i guess it's true that like we were we are still wicked into it but we were insanely into it like 10 years ago or more and then we're it's not that we're getting back into it but we're like bringing it back you know yeah. into our lives yeah so i feel like i forgot a lot it's sad though um i know okay word i don't <laughs> You don't have one? <laughs> well, I'll just say the really easy word okay. I was going to do, and we're just going to see who gets it first. Okay. So just shout it out. The word is him. Uh, this is like actually... Like H-I-M? Yep. This is actually hard. <laughs> it, don't make me pick between you, because it's going to be him. Oh, that's so good. Yes! Oh my gosh, you have five points right now. <laughs> I have zero. <laughs> when should we... Damn it. Should it be the first person to a certain number or... I don't know. I have two more words prepared. So how about everyone has two more rounds of it? Okay. Okay. I don't have any, so I'll have to come up with them. All right. Um. Okay. Oh, my God. Best. Oh, oh, oh. Best man didn't have time to get it. Yes! <laughs> Good job! <laughs> one I'm not point. the best man. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even the one I had in mind. Oh, what did you have in mind? I had 
Last night was the best night of my existence. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. Don. Wow. Yeah. I got a point. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> On the board. <laughs> oh, wait, do we skip your turn, Morgan? Where are we going? What did you say? Did oh, we yeah. skip your turn? I think we might have skipped your turn. Yeah, you go. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I got to think of something. I don't have anything. Um, hmm. My strategy? Care. Care? C-A-R-E. Okay. Okay. Um... I feel like I can think of like a way it would be used, but I can't think of the specific scene. I feel like Bella says, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've killed people before. Yeah, you're, yeah. Oh, no, you're making a comeback. <laughs> Just don't touch it. Oh, okay. Absolutely <laughs> Um,. Yeah, I was thinking of, doesn't someone say, like, doesn't Edward say, like, oh, he says, I appreciate you for keeping Bella alive. They say something about, like, take care, though, right? Taking care of her when I couldn't. Yeah, I think I so. He says for keeping right. her alive. I don't know. Mm. Gosh. The one I had in mind was Billy going, like, when he's warning Bella slyly, and he's like, you take care of Bella. Oh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> that's good is it your turn i guess so all right you might tie uh, me i have three points you have two <gasps> name name gosh oh my gosh you stumped me um i don't oh my god no i had to think of it <laughs> huh. hmm do I, do I get a point if I guess wrong? I mean, do I get a, lose oh, a point? No. Okay. Um, the name's Quilatera. Is it a quote? No, he says I'm... <laughs> he says I'm Quilatera. I don't yeah. think he says name. Uh. Does anyone say, like, the name's Jessica? <laughs> The name. Uh, I think she says, like, oh, I finally remembered the girl's name from my class. Yeah. Jessica. There were, like, seven of them or something. Yeah. That's a tough one. We'll, we'll give you that. I guess you got it. Yeah, you got it. What? Well, yeah. What did you have in mind, Kelly? Well, of course. I was thinking movie, and I was just thinking her name's Bella. Ah! <laughs> oh, how did I not think of that? Oh my god, that's good. I I honestly really like this game. I hope it's interesting to listen to. I, I feel like when people listen to this, though, they're gonna be shouting it out themselves. They're gonna be like, "Come on, you guys are idiots!" <laughs> yeah, they so are. Hopefully, whose turn is it? My turn. I don't know. I think it is. I've lost track. Okay, this is my... Everyone gets one more turn. How about... Okay. Sorry okay. if we're like... <laughs> I'm super into it. Okay. <laughs> Shit. Okay, yeah. What? Sorry, I forgot, <laughs> I forgot when this word was used myself. Oh. Um, <laughs> the word is crazy. I don't have an exact quote. I feel like she says it in New Moon. Like, maybe I really was... 
Going crazy, but I don't have any. If you're not confident, yeah. yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I was thinking of Eclipse when she's like wiping her blood all over the trees, and he's like, "Oh, one whiff, and I'll drive him crazy." Mm. Is that a quote? I don't know. (laughs) My brain says yes. The book probably in the movie probably say no. I mean, I trust you. I I trust you. (laughs) (laughs) You guys should. Um, my, I think in New Moon, I want to say that it's used twice. I think Jessica says, are you crazy after the motorcycle? Yes. And I think Jacob says, are you crazy? Oh, yeah. I want to say when she wants to go again on the motorcycle, right? Yeah. Maybe. Especially the Jessica. Hopefully could have been a psycho. Yeah. Homeboy. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Whose right. turn is it? Um, this is so fun. I think it's your turn. Yay! Okay. Shoot, I'm not ready. Uh, or Morgan, you can go if you have one. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Wait, what is it? City. City? City. Um. <laughs> I feel like sometimes the ones that seem the easiest are the hardest. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. City. Is this in the movie as well? Uh, it should be. Yeah. I feel like I it's in a, like, like a big major one. Um, we're dumb. I okay. <laughs> I feel like it's used to say the newborns are terror. No, no, no. Sorry. There's a serial killer on the loose in this city. No, I, I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not confident. <laughs> Me neither. The ones you think are the easiest. Seattle is in a state of terror. City. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, something like I that. Don't know. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't know what the quote is. Yeah, I know. I feel like if you can't say the quote, it doesn't count. City. Oh, yeah, I'm, now that I've said it, I'm sitting there like, wait, was that actually the quote? Well, but, what do you, I believe you. What do you think it is? I'm thinking it's the one in New Moon. Oh. When they're talking about at the end. City Volterra. Oh, like, they yeah. Every year. Oh, I just, they definitely say city. Yeah, yeah. they definitely Dang it. do. Oh my god, I didn't even. Oh think my god, you have you get a point. Seven points right They're now. Killing on the board. us. There's no way we can win, but you, Kelly, you, I could try to. Sorry, yeah, you could try to tie me right now. Okay. <laughs> I think you guys are going easy on me. I'm not. You were really good at this. Yeah, you're really good at this. <laughs> I was nervous because I was like, well, I came up with the game. I feel like I might dominate this too much. It won't be fair to anyone else. <laughs> wow, we just got, like, punched. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I gotta think of something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought of a quote, so I thought of a word. Going. I feel like. Where are you going? <laughs> Did someone say that? I don't know what it is. <laughs> no, hey, where are you going? It's one of the frat boys in, <laughs> in Twilight. True. Oh, it's also in yeah. the, um, 
the blood typing scene when he's going to drive her home. He says, where are you going? He's on the back of her jacket. And he's like, where do you think you're going? Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. I might say I get, I might say I got that one. Okay. <laughs> you did. What I was thinking was going around. Oh yes. <laughs> Good. It's <laughs> a thing that's going around. All right. Final. Wow, Morgan won. Final score, Morgan. You have seven. I have four, and Kelly has two. <laughs> <laughs> such a good game oh thank yeah. you yeah thank you for testing it with us yeah i didn't know <laughs> anytime literally the first time <laughs> i hope it's just as fun to listen back to for mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. i mean we might I have... think it'll be infuriating <laughs> possibly possibly that's my favorite quote <laughs> <laughs> it's hardest uh i feel like to even the hardest part is coming up with a good word that's going to both stump people, but also be, like, approachable enough to that's guess. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just, like, you're like, I'm pretty sure the quote said this. Yeah, but you don't know the exact quote and you don't know the exact scene. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for playing with us. Uh, thanks for having me. I really appreciate you guys. Um, oh, we appreciate you. I was like, who am I going to talk to about this stuff? Like, and I typed it on Spotify, found you guys. I was like, this is the best. Wow. You oh. guys are infectious. When I'm listening to it, like, I'll do my commute when I'm at work. Are you kidding? Trying to catch up. And it's just so fun. Oh, oh my goodness. That is so sweet. Thank you so much. That really means so much to us. Because, see, honestly, when we started this, we didn't think, like, anybody was going to listen at all. Um, it's crazy. And we weren't, like, embarrassed to start it, but I feel like there is a little bit of... Um, yeah, it's a little You're, embarrassing yeah. to put it out there. <laughs> put it out there, and especially people in your real life are like, oh, you're doing that? And I feel like people think it's, like, kind of silly at first, but then to, like, have it be well-received by people and feel like it bonds you with people, it's so validating. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Ugh. Yeah, I think the media hype of the past is hopefully chipping away, and I think people are being a lot more open with what other people like yeah and i agree people are coming out of the woodwork like actually i really love this yeah i agree i know i, I lo- think you guys have inspired a lot of people i've seen seeing a bunch of new podcasts pop up oh for yeah twilight so wow <laughs> us <laughs> <laughs> that means no it, we that's crazy that means a lot to us wow you guys are the OGs, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, thank you. <laughs> I think that's so sweet, too, that your husband loves it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, no, he is he is one of a kind, for sure. Snagged him up. It's been... That's so cool. Ten years this, oh, uh, this summer. Oh, my gosh. How did you guys meet? I sat across from him in a class senior year of high school wow we didn't talk for like the entire year i stared at him because we were like in computer classes facing (laughs) each other yeah 
huge computer monitors back to back, so I stared at him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I finally got the courage to talk to him, and, oh. and so we were like, well, I'm going to college soon, oh, but I really like you, and the rest is history. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's so Twilight. I know. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> I mean, neither of us are going to, we most likely going to end up with someone from high school. So, no. <laughs> so, that's really cool. Yeah. I always secretly kind of wanted that. But, oh, well. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wouldn't have, like, dated this whole time. But, yeah. You know. You know. Yeah, someone could come out of the woodwork. <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel like you've told us before maybe, but I'm not remembering. Where do you guys live? You we live in Virginia right outside of D.C. Oh, cool. Cool, cool. Cool. East Coasters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When we went to Washington, when people would ask us where we were from, if they were just from the same coast, you felt like yeah. since it was so far away, you felt like you were bonded. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember that woman was like, Pennsylvania or yeah, something. Yeah, we like, oh, nice. <laughs> no. Even though I've never been to Pennsylvania. <laughs> Just so excited. Yeah. And are you guys excited for Billy Burke? Oh, we oh. are so excited. <laughs> yeah. I'm Do you intimidated. Do show up with a mustache? Oh, God, I would die. I hope so. I hope so. Um, I don't know, like, what to even say to him. I know. It, it is so crazy because, like, He'll just be walking among us, like, yeah, at the parties. Like, what if he's dancing? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, you said there's karaoke, too? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I feel like the last night, which is when karaoke was, a lot of people had left. Not not people, but a lot of the stars had. Well, Eric Odom stayed. Eric was there, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Alex went for a few hours, but oh, he yeah, left yeah, early. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. I feel like we know Alex Mraz. I know. We don't, but like... <laughs> he probably has no memory of us. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, very exciting. I know. Crazy. That's so exciting. You guys are going to... I don't think I'll be able to make it, but I know you guys are going to have a blast for the rest of us. Aww. Uh, well, they have it every single year, so... I mean, who knows who they'll get the yeah. following year. Yeah. There's always... They get you. Yeah. (laughs) They get you. (laughs) I mean, we really thought we were going to be one and done, and here we are going back. (laughs) I I wonder if we'll go the following year. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. We're the kind of people who go every year now. (laughs) Maybe. We have a staple. The, uh... Resident podcaster. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Hopefully the world is back to normal then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you guys holding up good, though? Yeah, we're doing fine. Yeah. We're together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't really have, like, you know, jobs that require us to go in or interact with people. So we're definitely on the more fortunate side of things. Yeah. How are you doing? Oh, similar. I mean, I interact with my team, but mm-hmm. working from home, yeah. uh, it's a little tough, you know, being in a one bedroom with my husband and two cats, so all yeah. day. I know, it's crazy. 
it's weird how I don't know because I I do I have said on the show before that I, I work remotely, but it does feel different. <laughs> Is it weird working remotely and having me home all the time? It's weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is weird. Yeah, so usually you guys have to go to like opposite ends of the apartment <laughs> for calls at the same time. Kind of. Yeah, I usually work in my room, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and Kelly usually works in her room or the living room. I don't know why. I like to do living room in the morning and in my room. Yeah, in the I've noticed that. I know. Yeah, wait. I have noticed that. That is interesting. I like Change doing scenery. That. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It works for me for some reason. Yeah, if it works for you. Yeah. It works. I need to change the scenery. I don't know. I can't do the living room at all. I can mm-hmm. only do my room. How come? Because your monitor? or Yeah. Oh, okay. For my second screen. But I still feel like I would get distracted out here. Yeah. I don't know why. I like to move halfway through the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, gosh. I... This has gone on for 50 minutes, actually. It's, it's gone by awesome. so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know how long you expected um, this to be, but gosh, thank you for talking to us and like even wanting to and for listening to the show. I know. It's just so cool. Trust me, it's completely my pleasure. It's, it's like the best birthday gift I could get. Oh. You guys keep doing what you're doing because it's great. Oh, it's fun and insightful and fantastic. Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> I'm speechless. Okay, I'm smiling. We, we so will. Much. We'll do it. <laughs> and anybody out there who can beat me on seven points, challenges out there. I doubt it, but maybe. I know. Maybe I know. Maybe we can play this game again. Um, and see if uh, we can refine our. Um, I need to start rereading the books I know. Like, right now. I know, because also if you told me a quote, I'd be like, I trust you, but I yeah. don't know. <laughs> I don't have a fact checker. <laughs> Next, you have to say the page number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure somebody could. <laughs> yeah, someone. Oh, the game's on. Somebody's got all the quotes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Man. thank you so much for talking to us. Yeah. And have a happy birthday. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Birthday. I hope you guys have a great rest of your quarantine. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you too. Bye. Yeah, and reach out whenever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust me, I have a couple, couple beers, a couple glasses of wine. I give my hot take. You them. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> All right. We'll, we'll talk Bye, to guys. you then. Yeah. Bye. Bye. You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.